0: I feel like we can, like, knock this one out.
1: <laughs> there, There's not a whole lot that happens.
0: This is going to be... <sighs> the the way that we have to talk about this episode fucks with time more than the episode.
1: It really does.
0: Um, let's get a clap.
1: Let's just do a recap of our entire own last episode season of recording
0: (laughs) right that's exactly what i was thinking i was like and for this part go listen to the last 50 episodes of the show Time to put a podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to You Activated My Podcast, the weekly Yu Gi Oh! recap podcast. I'm Tyler. I'm Jimmy. We are back from our week off. Jimmy, you had a real NPR vibe just then.
1: Hello, I'm James, and welcome to You Activated My Podcast. This week, we're talking about Friends to the End, parts three and four. This show is sponsored by Big Egg. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you everybody for your patience with last week. Uh I was busy melting slowly in Florida. Um so we played episode oh, 1 whining. you
1: were at Star Wars Land.
0: I Okay, so here's you the thing. You were at
1: Galaxy's Edge.
0: <laughs> so here's the thing. So I d- I did do a lot of work. I was there for work. I did a lot of work. Um but <laughs> my job is really weird, so like Part of my work involved giving a talk where literal one of the slides was, is a pot pie a ravioli? Uh, and That sounds
1: like literally every tech startup, so continue.
0: Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, and then in our off time, because we were in Orlando, we were just like, well, let's just go to the parks, I guess. So I went to Magic Kingdom. I went to Epcot. I went to... Um, uh, galaxy's edge i went to a motion city soundtrack concert because they happened to have a reunion tour that lined up with the exact times that i would be in orlando
1: nice i remember that now
0: fucking life-changing um so yes so thank you all for listening to uh eccentric my new podcast with lauren uh we have actually gotten a a lot of really good positive responses about that show already so i'm really happy with like how it's being received uh and i'm glad that i could like sort of also released that here.
1: Eggs. Eggs. I mean, you already inspired me. I was listening to your podcast, and I went and made uh, Toad in the Hole. I, I saw
0: that. Yeah, you sent me You sent me a picture, and didn't you post it to Instagram? Is that right? Probably. You got, like, real fancy with it. I was very proud.
1: Yeah. I've never made that before, but I was inspired to make my own egg creation your for breakfast. create creation. creation.
0: Well I'm glad. I'm really glad.
1: Yeah. And it sounded like it you had
0: a you had a pretty good week otherwise, so you didn't miss me too much.
1: No, I was okay. That it was weird listening time. to you and Lauren talking without being able to like put in my own opinion. I was listening <laughs> to you guys in the car and I was like, wait a minute, this isn't my podcast. I can't talk to him right now.
0: <laughs> yeah. See now now you and Lauren have to make a podcast together. <laughs>
1: What just would, to just what would that be about? complete
0: the triforce we'll um the what would that episode? be about dogs
1: the dog cast there's like you a about, dog podcasts
0: you could talk about creepy museum shit
1: that's true you can talk about the parasite museum in japan
0: see there you go that's like 10 episodes right there there we go there you are <laughs> all right let's pitch that to her later um uh, I was looking at our pre-show notes, Jimmy, for for the listeners who may not know. Uh, so we, we keep a, a running notes document for when we record. Uh, there's just sort of like, what do we want to talk about before the show? What are our notes kind of minute by minute during the show? And then, you know, our segments after the fact. And I looked at your note, Jimmy, and your one pre-show note is LMAO. I forgot about Duke Devlin.
1: <laughs> I completely forgot he was in these episodes just out of nowhere.
0: I think that's really the only new thing that we learned from Friends till the End Part Three. Uh, my my one note, I I just wanted to bring up real quick before we start oh talking about fucking the episode. God,
1: cat? Is your cat going crazy? But there's this like claw coming into my underneath my door and like <laughs> slashing at my little pad that I have to cut down on noise.
0: That's I mean Those awful little
1: they can, goblins. They can be
0: a part of this. That's that's fine. I'm I'm all for having cats as guests. Uh, speaking be of be cats yelling. Though, Oh well fair Speaking of cats So I complain a lot about the things That England does not have Compared to America um, m- Mainly Mexican food Can uh, you hear
1: that? And... There is animals clawing at my door Like the beginning <laughs> of a horror movie. Just
0: trying to get in They want to be a part of it Let <laughs> them in Jimmy let them be on the podcast
1: Should I let them in? You can. Oh, I, I don't can't care. Say no to that face. All right. Oh, baby. As we,
0: as we witness Jimmy's untimely death at the hands of these creatures clawing at his door. Oh, there's one cat. All right.
1: Well, she immediately rushed underneath my bed to hide from the other cat who is a bully.
0: Oh, see, that's fair. I'm, I'm in support of running away from bully cats. Uh, I'm anyway, sorry. There, I I just wanted to brag about some shit. So Netflix is getting a bunch of Studio Ghibli movies. Uh, starting yeah, February I saw first, that. everywhere except North America and Japan, which means that we get it. So suck it, America and Canada. I mean,
1: I can't be too mad because I have the Blu-ray collection. That's true. But still, there's some that. <laughs> I, that aren't on there that i haven't seen i
0: I'll haven't have seen most of them so I'm, I'm very excited Other places what's your what's your favorite like not classic ghibli movie like not spirited away not howl's moving castle not totoro not castle Mononoke. in the sky castle in the sky okay castle in the sky by I far i've watched in it the like
1: sky. four times it's good wow all
0: right I'll look into that. On Mark Hamill 1st, plays have it on Netflix.
1: one of the antagonists.
0: Ooh, I'm always down for that.
1: If you watch the uh, the dub version,
0: right? Okay. Boy, that would be crazy if you played an antagonist in the in the sub version. <laughs> he that's learned Japanese
1: just for this one role. He's an that's extremely some, talented that's some
0: actor. Very method. Um, was there anything else we wanted to bring up? I feel like. Part of me just wants to rush into the episode, but now that I'm doing that, I kind of,
1: I feel bad. I don't want to just, like, man, here's the episode. Blah. I don't know. I feel like the, the way we ramble so much, it would be a nice change of pace to, like, just go bam and get this episode over with.
0: Let's do it, because I wish that's what this episode had done. Um. So, yeah, let's talk <laughs> oh about you. Oh, my Yuki.
1: God. Sorry, I'm just looking at the reflection under my door. And all I can see, there's the reflection of two cat eyes on the, the floor. <laughs> Nothing else. Just like that back go. Jimmy, are you, are you safe? <laughs> I don't think I am. Akima, are you safe? You're safe in here, baby girl. Come here. Toshi can't beat you up in here. He corners her in the bathtub, and then there's a lot of slap, 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 and, like...
0: I know, we've had to stop recordings because of this. <laughs> uh,
1: like, shampoo bottles flying off the shelves and stuff.
0: Jesus
1: Christ. And, <laughs> like, two in the Cats morning.
0: are monsters.
1: They are terrible little creatures.
0: Do you know who's also a terrible little creature? Merrick? Duke fucking oh. Devlin. <laughs>
1: He is kind of a feral little goblin man, He's isn't he? A, just a little, a little
0: goblin dice boy. Um, all Let's right. talk about him. Let's talk about him. It's time to did, 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 did discuss the episode. As Jimmy so calmly mentioned, this week's episode is Friends Till the End, Parts 3 and 4. Uh, the translated title for Friends Till the End, Part 3 is The Countdown to Despair.
1: Oh, Damn.
0: Which is a badass title.
1: That sounds the like summary, a Victorian novel.
0: The Countdown to Despair, a novel in three parts. Uh, the summary says, an enraged Merrick finds his mind-controlling hold over Joey slowly slipping, which leads to a weakened Red eyes still surviving and Yugi managing a lead. But when Merrick draws Meteor of Destruction, all hope seems lost. Back in Battle City, Serenity and Tristan are saved from the Rare Hunters by Duke Devlin and My Valentine, with the latter driving them to the location of the duel be- between Yugi and Joey.
1: I mean, what more can we say about this episode that wasn't already just there in the summary?
0: That's lit- that's the thing about this episode. Like that, those are all of the details.
1: <laughs> that's this this the only new information we get. <laughs> I have nothing new to offer you. <laughs>
0: Um, my first note for this episode is, uh, the fuck is Duke's accent though? I can't place his accent. It's not New York. It's not like a Jersey, but he kind of talks. He talks in the same cadence as Joey, just without the affectations. Does that make sense?
1: Just without the near Brooklyn.
0: Is it California? Is that why I can't place it? Is it my accent?
1: Oh, Maybe.
0: No, would, he's not would, chill enough to be California.
1: He's not. He's a rather high strung.
0: He is zero chill. <laughs> um, But so we start the episode with Duke Devlin, uh, or is this just in the recap? Duke Devlin sort of saving Tristan and Serenity from the, the rare hunters. Yeah,
1: that's the first thing they show us in the intro recap is him chucking his dice <laughs> and hitting some cultists square in the eye.
0: Which is really all you need to know about Duke. That's it.
1: Yep, he's back. He's throwing dice.
0: Uh, And then we also get in the recap uh, the sort of summary of why Joey is battling Yugi. Spoiler, mind control. Joey is under the control of Merrick's (laughs) Millennium Rod. Uh, Yugi has been trying anything that he can to remind Joey who he is and that they are friends till the end, as the show states. One of the things that he's done is he walks over to Joey, who's who's in full mind control Hulk mode, takes his Millennium puzzle off, you know, the source of Yugi's magical power, uh, takes it off and hands it to Joey and just, like, puts it on Joey and says, here, let this remind you of, of our friendship. Joey is yeah, mind-controlled by Merrick.
1: Yeah. Here, the one thing that the guy mind-controlling you wants... Here it is. So you remember?
0: Do you remember when, way back when? I think this was the start of episode uh, of season two, rather episode one, season two. When Yugi puts that big fucking chain on the Millennium Puzzle, and he goes, "Now that I know that people want to steal this, I'm going to make it impossible to steal."
1: Put my big wallet chain on, like so. No one can rip it off my neck. It's like a. Like an actual chain that you would find in a construction site.
0: Yeah. And it's put there to prevent a thing, Jimmy, that has never happened. No one has ever tried
1: to just grab it.
0: No. And the thing is, is they don't have to because apparently he's willing to just hand it to them.
1: Yeah. He's always just like taking it off. Oh, you want this ancient puzzle? Here you go. It's, it's This cool. has happened
0: twice now where he's just been like, let me just hand this to somebody who is clearly a villain.
1: <sighs> yeah, and so he just gives that to Joey.
0: Merrick wins.
1: He slides it right into Joey's inventory slot. It's just like <laughs> you're trading items between two RPG characters. Boop. There it is. Ancient millennials. I am like,
0: swore to kill. Oh my
1: <laughs> fucking god, cat.
0: <laughs> See, now you've let the cat into the room. Uh, what's that line from uh, from Skyrim? I am sworn to carry your burdens. Uh, yeah, so, okay. So, so Yugi drops off the Millennium Puzzle with Joey, walks back. I don't understand how he's walking, like how he's walking without the cards falling out of the dual disc, but...
1: Oh, yeah, that's... he's holding it like pointed down.
0: Yeah, like the and cards should be falling out. Yeah. But he... But, like, the how's the deck, how's it, how does gravity not?
1: I guess it has some, like, grip in there. It's not just, like, straight plastic. It has to have, like, little rubber grabby things. I guess. Some, like, lining so the cards don't fall out so there's some, like, friction in there. That's my only guess.
0: But, see, now it... we've gone and done it, Jimmy. Now we've put more thought into the show. <laughs> Then the, into that one detail than they've put into the entirety of this episode
1: the real answer is plot magic it is literally uh, not important is. to the plot so they don't do there anything it about it
0: um, <laughs> Merrick insists that Yugi is trying to bribe Joey and reminds us that the magic of the puzzle can only be used if it's won in a duel which leads me to my next question Jimmy <laughs> So, Yugi gained the magic of the puzzle through solving the puzzle. He didn't win it in a duel.
1: That's true. Do you remember I who see, won it in the duel? Kicked Grandpa's ass at some point off screen, and we just never saw it. That could be true.
0: I was going to say I'm fairly certain that Grandpa won it in the duel. So, wouldn't the magic affect Grandpa?
1: Maybe the magic doesn't activate until he solves the puzzle. Oh, I see. And so Grandpa never had it with the magic activated. Gotcha. You have to turn it on first.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Is it plugged in?
1: Have you tried turning it off and then on again? Try now, restarting your ancient pharaoh puzzle box.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now, Yami Grandpa would be a sight to behold.
1: Oh, that'd be frightening.
0: I'd be into that. Uh... Yugi, I didn't even bother writing down the lines for this first part. I really gotta apologize. Like it was just so contrived. What are your notes on this? I I feel like my I'm not notes suggest
1: that all the shots where Merrick is like talking to Joey, like mind controlling him psychically. Um, yeah. There's shots of like Joey in the foreground, then like spectrally Merrick is like appearing behind him, off to one side. Mm-hmm. But the way that ang- it's angled, it looks like Merrick is riding on Joey's back, like Yoda on Luke, <laughs> <laughs> on Dagobah. <clears throat> Red eyes, black dragon. I love a path <laughs> through the dark side. The Millennium items are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a yeah, lot like Joey. I am. It's forget about it. You must. <laughs>
0: Um, <laughs> it you must forget about. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, it, okay, so, like, it really I is am that. here? it really is that for this next scene, too, because Merrick is like, yeah, you should just dismantle the puzzle and toss it into the sea for no fucking reason. So, yeah, I guess so he's he has... just
1: like, just chuck it into the sea. I can just get it later. Right. Once so these guys like, are dead.
0: He even has Joey pull the eye out of the puzzle. And like he like goes to throw it. And this is the only line from this first five minutes that I wrote down because Joey goes, hey!
1: And then he thinks to himself, I shouldn't toss his puzzle. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> and then he has he has a flashback.
0: He to has the a first flashback time that he threw away a piece of the Millennium puzzle, which I'm pretty sure is in se- season zero.
1: Yeah, he has a flashback. To the now 4Kids adaptation of Season Zero. Because the original Season Zero was made by an entirely different company. But in this one, we don't get to see Yugi destroying that kid's mind. We just get to see Yugi protecting uh, Joey and Tristan from being bullied. Right. Because that's wholesome kids content. And mind-crushing kids is not. Um, yeah
0: no we 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 cut out the part where he dangles a full-grown child a, f- a full-grown man-child from a a roof.
1: Yeah, we forget the part where he is kicked off the roof and falls into like the gullet of a spectral worm only he can see leaving his mind broken and shattered. Good
0: times. Good, good times. Good times. Man, I love this. Fun zero. for the whole family. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, so what is what is he saying? Oh, so America's like Oh, so then he doesn't throw it. That's the moral of the story. Yeah, Joey doesn't throw it. And Merrick goes, "I'm losing my grip again." Okay, fine. Keep the puzzle if you want. And then, like, fully mind controlled again. Joey goes, "Yes, sir. Keep the puzzle."
1: <laughs> All his mon- his lines are so monotone, but they're still in the Joey voice. It's just kind of weird. Um, yeah,
2: I, I don't. I, don't,
1: I didn't think it's funny that Merrick fails just, at just like one thing and immediately gives up on it. I was like, is it just that easy? Maybe Yugi should just say no. And then Merrick will just be like, damn it, my plans are foiled and go away. I Let...
0: I want to circle back around to that later because I don't even think Merrick can stick to a plan that is going successfully.
1: He can't. We see this It takes later. zero
0: provocation to get this boy to change his mind. Uh Oh. Uh, sorry, interesting point here. 16 minutes remain on the clock because remember, the the anchor is strapped to a timer so that if they wait too long, the anchor will still drop. Is yeah. your cat just waiting by the door now? Is this What's happening? I,
1: can't, I don't know if you can see, but one cat is in here by the door and then there's an entirely different cat reaching underneath the door trying to get in.
0: Oh my, so wait, so one's just taunting the other at this point?
1: Yes basically i don't know if any of that is is coming through on the audio
0: i don't think so but uh let me tell you folks this is a this is a a weird kind of joy to watch this is like a very slow suspense thriller
1: (laughs) how long will i last before the zombies break in (laughs) you can see there can you see any of the the paws coming underneath the door
0: Uh, bits and pieces yeah your your uh your bookshelf is in the way (laughs)
1: no, <laughs> knock it off. Uh
0: so in my notes here I just wanted to write down on concentration <laughs> It's okay. It's you know what? We make a podcast about Yu-Gi-Oh!. Concentration is the least of my worries. Uh the clock that everything is tied is like tied to because you know they they don't want to just like wait it out. Mm-hmm. Uh it had twenty minutes when it started. Or maybe it was thirty. Whatever. Uh, But now it says 16 minutes remain, which at the time that it shows 16 minutes remaining is exactly how long is left in the episode, which I thought was a nice touch.
1: I never noticed that.
0: Yeah. They come back to this with varying success later on, but I thought that that was fun. Uh, Now we actually do some dueling. Very small bit of dueling on Yugi's turn. Because remember, they're in a duel this whole time. Yeah.
1: But it's been a while since we've seen the duel, and so we get a second recap, this time (laughs) of just the previous episode's bit of dueling.
0: Yeah, that's really, that's, hey, did you forget what happened? It's the thing that they keep coming back to, because it's television, right, and they're expecting people to be, like, watching it the day of. Mm -hmm. So it's like, hey, it's been a week, you know, we know that you don't really care what's happened until this point, let's just do it one more again.
1: Remember all this stuff that happens, we need to pad for time. So, we're just going to show everything that happened in this duel <laughs> twice.
0: Right. Uh, on Yugi's turn after the flashback, Red-Eyes regains 500 attack points cuz remember it lost 500 attack points last episode. So, gains is like back
1: chilling next to Yugi this whole time.
0: Just hanging like, out, yeah. you know. Joey's big friend. Uh Yugi summons Beta the Magnet Warrior. Who, thank you for this, James, <laughs> whose dick I can't unsee.
1: I was just watching this late at night, and was and just in the background there was Beta the Magnet Warrior, and I was like, wait a minute, is that his dick? And I, to,
0: I took a screenshot of this. This is going to go on the Twitter. I
1: hope you know. Um, let me find it. It's some kind yeah. of like curved piece but we've never seen it quite from this angle before and it just looks like he has a massive big old swinging dong <laughs> <laughs> uh
0: yeah you texted me at oh, i should have screenshot the time as well let me let me find that real quick uh it was five thirty a.m my time <laughs> and i get a screenshot of beta the magnet warrior followed by beta the magnet warrior has a big old swinging dick <laughs> followed by, yes, I know this is the first thing you're seeing in the morning, and no,
1: I don't care. If I had to see it, you have to see it, too.
0: <laughs> and now I can't unsee it. Anytime now Batman you can't unsee it.
1: Out. Every time Beta the Magnet Warrior comes out, you're going to be like, wow, <laughs> look at that guy's <laughs> prong.
0: <laughs> um, anyway. Anyway, uh, so Merrick's hold on Joey is getting stronger, it seems. I wrote down that as a line, but I don't remember who said it. Um, Joey transforms Rocket Warrior into Invincible mode uh, and goes to summon Panther Warrior. Um, There's a line somewhere in here that you wrote down.
1: Where was this? Oh, I think this is around here, where I think this was Merrick telling Joey to destroy, and then Joey just says... Or maybe I'm forgetting if it was Joey or Merrick who say this. Well, but it's it was one of the same at this yeah. point. Destroy. 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 Like he's a freaking uh, Doctor Who villain or something.
2: <laughs> Ooh,
0: Yugi dueling the Daleks would be really good.
1: Uh,
0: yeah, no. So it's somewhere in there. So he's summoning Panther Warrior. He's got Rocket Warrior in invincible mode. He's like ready to wreck some shit. Meanwhile, Merrick's on a boat and he gets some ice.
1: Yeah, this entire time he's just walking around his yacht getting a cup of ice from like one of those pitchers of ice that you would like put a bo- a bottle of champagne or something in and he just gets a cup of ice.
0: Is this another censorship thing? Does he pour like champagne into this? Does he get like a Is he making himself a G&T?
1: It's entirely and, possible.
0: And they just left in the ice like I don't that's know a why normal you would thing just... to have a full cup of.
1: Unless he's one of those people who really likes just, like, crunching some ice. I mean... But can I'm you imagine you him chewing youngs, on but... ice while also trying to, like, do his villain monologue? <laughs> you're like, all right, Joey, now destroy his red eyes. Crunch, crunch, crunch. Yeah, he's just walking around with his cup of ice, gesturing like he's on the phone. You know how when you're on the phone, you just kind of, like, walk around? That's yeah. what he's doing, but with mind control.
0: It is kind of like he's on the phone, huh? Just like with the Millennium Rod. Is the cat doing it? I saw a tail just like appear. Oh, there's the cat. Okay.
1: Yeah, she keeps hopping up on my windowsill and knocking over my cactus, and I would like <laughs> her not to do that. <laughs> I mean,
0: I know I told you to let the cat in. I'm so sorry if that was a bad choice.
1: I might put the cat out. You know what? All right. Well, let's, Come I'm
0: here. I'm going to explain the next scene here. Uh, so Merrick gets some ice and he tells Joey to attack red eyes, black dragon with the Panther warrior. Uh, which I mean, would be fine, right? Like he has to sacrifice a monster to, to attack with Panther warrior, but I don't remember. Maybe he has something out there. I don't know. Um, And Joey does the thing. He's like, for my move, he's talking in his mind control voice. He goes, for my move, I attack. I don't know why I'm giving this like I I don't know, like JFK or something. Do not ask what your duel monsters can do for you. Um, And instead, Joey says, I attack Beta, the Magnet Warrior, with... (laughs) rocket warrior
1: shoot him right in the dick with a missile
0: and so he completely disobeys every part of the order that Merrick gave him uh and yeah i mean shoots him in that big old schlong (laughs) just just rockets him right in
1: there and merrick is very upset by this he's so upset that he spills his ice bucket poor thing
0: oh good heavens he's gonna have to mind control somebody to clean that up for him what a pain Uh, he said, yeah, he says, uh, it can't be. He's not responding to the power of my Millennium Rod. <laughs> or actually, yeah. no, pardon me. I- he does it with a very specific emphasis. He says, he's not responding to the power of my Millennium Rod?
1: Yeah. And so this uh, Rocket Warrior is going for the Beta the Magnet Warrior, and Yugi activates his magic arm shield, which he drew, I think, last episode. Yeah. Um, it's the grabby hand um, and it yeah, grabs yeah. the rocket and sends it back at Panther warrior. So Panther warrior loses 1500 attack points. And then I thought it was going to die, but then it just like comes back up to 500 attack points.
0: Yeah. I just want to, I just want to call out the shield card again real quick. Like it's not just a shield and it's not just the grabby hand. It's the dopiest animation <laughs> because beta the magnet warrior sticks its arm out a big-ass shield appears, right? And you're thinking, okay, that's fine. That's enough, right, to deflect. Yeah. I get it. It's a shield. And then a little window opens in the shield, Whoop. and a little grabby arm comes out of that, and that's what grabs the rocket and turns it back the other way. So it's like, oh, yo, dog, I heard you like deflection tactics. Well, I put I put a deflection tactic in your deflection tactic so you can deflect while you deflect."
1: It's like uh, that shot from uh, Pokemon where Team Rocket has a grabby hand with like the the punching bag fist on the end, the mm-hmm. boxing glove, and then it just goes boink on Ash and so he looks up and then it just grabs Pikachu and retracts. Him.
0: Right. It's <laughs> that just kind so of
1: thing.
0: It's too many things. It's, it's cartoon like the Goldberg
1: shield. Yeah. It's silly.
0: It's silly. Uh, so the, the rocket has an effect where when it's an in invincible mode, it reduces the attack of the monster that it hits. That's what happened to red eyes in the last episode. So it reduces Panther warriors attack by 500. And then because Joey has a couple of spells whose names I forget, uh, out on the field that, that sort of affect that it actually goes down an additional thousand attack points. So it is now at zero attack and yeah. in attack mode conveniently. Uh, then <laughs> I like your note here yeah thank you so Merrick tries to get him to do something else and I don't even remember but apparently he doesn't have enough gym badges yet because there's just a chance that Joey will disobey which is what happens here Mer- Joey uh, just doesn't
1: Merrick is just sitting there literally rubbing his millennium rod and warning Joey that his rod <laughs> is not a force to be taken lightly <laughs> that's a direct quote no He's sitting there with his ice cup rubbing his rod. Warning Joey that it's not to be taken lightly. Uh, Respect the power of my rod. He's like, excuse me, how dare you disrespect the power of my rod?
0: God. All right. How many many hits on Pornhub do you think that's got already?
1: God, too many. Uh,
0: Too many. Incidentally, if anyone... Of listening cares to do a search for millennium rod on pornhub and just tell us how many results there are i don't do not get me wrong i do not want to see the videos themselves i just want to know how many there are i
1: refuse to click on this content <laughs> I, I will block you if you show me any
0: of the videos i just want a number um meanwhile in wholesome content Tristan, Duke, and Serenity are just chilling.
1: Yeah, they're just hanging out in the one part of the city that's not zoned strictly for dueling.
0: And they, uh, they're looking around, and they're worried about Joey. Uh, but Duke is... I forget what he does. He's, like, trying to be comforting... But he says something along the lines of like, oh, or your brother could just be dead. I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, oh, I think they're talking about, oh, those like cultist guys who attacked us are probably the same people going after your brother. And suddenly so he's like, <gasps> which
0: and then, is then And fair. then Duke goes, don't worry. He's probably just captured.
1: <laughs> nice one, bro.
0: And uh, Tristan looks around and he, he figures what's more likely is that Joey is wherever the finals are being held. So he looks around for anyone who is a duelist that might have six locator cards, which is how you determine where the finals are being held. Yeah. So they see a guy with an armband and they chase disc. him down and then we catch commercial.
1: Yep. And then like the only thing that happens next is Yugi summons beast of Gilfer, which I don't think we've seen before.
0: I don't think we have either. I feel like we've seen the name somewhere. Maybe just you and I have. Probably. Uh, but it basically just looks like a gargoyle from Gargoyles. Yeah. That's kind of it. That's kind of the most interesting thing I can say about <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's Beast
1: of Guilford.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's it. So Gilfer attacks Rocket Warrior, uh, which kills it and reduces Joey's life points to 1,700. Yugi exclaims, you there, Joey? Mind control, Joey replies, no, Joey's gone. Please leave a message at the beep. Beep. He doesn't say that last bit. That was me editorializing.
1: Then we cut back to Tristan and company again, where Tristan is just like shaking down duelist passerby for locator cards. Yeah. And some of them are just like, no, man, I only have one locator card. He's like, ah, you're useless. He just shoves <laughs> the guy, like, the guy away. away. from him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I love I love this thing that we keep coming back to like remembering. Oh yeah, people are genuinely terrified of Tristan for some reason.
1: <laughs> well, we understand why later.
0: Um, That's true. Well, I mean, there was that one episode where he had sharp fists. Oh so. yeah,
1: he does have the sharp fists. So when he uh, like yeah. grabs someone by the collar, he's probably like cutting into their neck with the Ooh, power of his I'ma sharp fists.
0: I'm gonna cut you with my knuckles. Um, uh. Duke and Serenity come up to him after he's, he's sort of shaking down this guy and it's revealed <gasps> they're holding hands.
1: Yeah, Duke is holding Serenity's hand, who you remember is blind and needs help to get around because she's still <laughs> wearing her blindfolds. And then Tristan is super offended by this, that Duke would dare to presume to hold Serenity's hand. So he like walks between them. So they have to like let go. he he snatches
0: serenity's hand away yeah
1: it's a real middle schooler move
0: there's a line in there somewhere where he's like the nerve of that guy
1: (laughs) um and so Uh, yeah and then yeah and then away in the distance he sees some more cultists coming down some like escalator or something
0: right and they see him
1: and so our, he's like, "All right, you guys run for it. I'm gonna hold them off." And so he uh, he splits off to draw their attention, so uh, Duke and Serenity can get away. And he somehow got the attention of the three, the only three cultists who fight with their fists and not with card games. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, these guys these guys haven't graduated to dueling with uh, cards yet. Yeah. They have to they have to practice with They're physical just... <laughs> bouts of strength.
1: Can you imagine though if they were actual duelists and they're like we challenge you to a duel so we can get serenity and he's like i i've never played duel monsters and they're like well now what (laughs) shoot there's literally that's one of my
0: favorite jokes in duel links they did an event a while ago i think i might have talked about this on the show but they did a tristan taylor event really where they they had him appear in in duel links but there was a glitch so that there were like hundreds of him that appeared. And they appeared on the game map. Like you there were people that you could click on and duel Tristan over and over and over <laughs> again. But Tristan's so shit at dueling that you don't actually duel, you just <laughs> automatically win.
1: That's ridiculous.
0: So there were just like a hundred Tristans that you had to tap on, and then you would get the his like fail animation, his death animation over and over and over again. <laughs> it was really good. Uh, but yeah, so they, they close in on him. Uh, I just want to point out, have you ever tried to run while blindfolded?
1: I feel like I probably have at like some kind of like camp event, some like sports thing. It's like where you try to, you're to, you you get, you get blindfolded and then you try and run across the field and do some kind of like blindfolded relay or something.
0: But it's like fucking terrifying,
1: right? Yeah. Now. You have no idea where you're going what the serenity is being
0: chased for some reason she's being chased she's with a stranger
1: yeah she doesn't know who any of these people are poor girl
0: and she's just running in a city with like cars
1: yeah and sure enough they almost get freaking run over by who else but my valentine
0: oh yeah driving her blue
1: convertible her her sweet ass ride her uh her subaru sti that she's doing sweet tricks (laughs) in um and that they like run in front of her and she slams on the brakes and she has a great line that seems right out of some kind of like kids after school special about crossing safety where she yells cross on the green not in between
0: I mean, like, if you wanted proof that Mai is canonically the oldest person in the show, like, that is it. (laughs) That line right there is it.
1: Oh, for sure. Yelling at some jaywalkers.
0: I I love everything that Mai says in this episode. Uh, Tristan has beat up the cultists and is demanding to know... Yeah, three dudes he beats he up on his He fucking beats
1: the shit out of three fully grown professional criminals with his sharp fists. Right.
0: <laughs> to the point where to the point where one of them, when threatened, explains that Tristan's friends are uh, at Domino Pier.
1: You know, the only pier in here in Domino City.
0: In America where we are. <laughs> uh the uh the car, my's car with Duke and Serenity in the back, uh pulls up they do like a fast and furious style power slide uh and tristan's like what duke how did you end up with my and duke says i told her we were friends with tristan and joey and she said hop in
1: and so he hops which in is two.
0: unlikely right he hops into i just see it as proof of like Mai's character growth right because like season one Mai would have been like Oh, you're friends with Tristan and Joey. Get behind me, Satan! Like
1: <laughs> get in front of my car so today. I can hit you over again. <laughs> uh So Tristan Hobson as well, and they they zoom road on. trip. <laughs> yeah, and it turns out Maya uh, already has six locator cards, so she can find out where the duel is. Apparently,
0: yeah. No, because of course she does. Right, yeah. like. My probably had six locator cards day one is the yeah. thing. Everyone else has just been fucking around. Yeah,
1: she's actually competent and has won duels and now is just cruising around the city in her sweet convertible. Cruising.
0: I'm into it. I'm into it. Uh she explains who the rare hunters are, what their deal is, and is like, all right, I have the six locator cards, we're gonna go to the finals, and we're gonna find. Yugi and Joey. Then
1: Tristan's like no and Tristan goes, <laughs> I beat up that one guy and like tortured him <laughs> <laughs> he says they're down <laughs> by the pier
0: So Mai pulls a U-turn just like hits, slams the E-brake right? Pulls this sweet U-turn You're joking about it Fast looks- and
1: Furious but literally Fast and Furious Domino Drift does like it absolutely full speed is. like stunt driving into the next lane of traffic
0: Speaking of which, did you see that there's a Fast and Furious cartoon on Netflix now?
1: No. I think I may have heard something There's a Fast about, and what? Furious
0: cartoon. I need to look this up. Uh, yeah. Okay. So I'm, I'm going to look it up. But the thing about this scene that really gets me and is why I love Mai so much, she's pulling this U-turn and mid-drift, uh, like her shirts, uh, mid-drift, thanks, uh, <laughs> looks dead at the camera like barrels the camera like none other and says do not try this at <laughs> home
1: i forgot about that because you know safety first yeah. kids um let me don't see. be inspired oh, by okay, this cartoon to try cool road stunts
0: <laughs> sorry i pulled up netflix and now fucking everything is making noise at me jesus christ um okay fast and furious spy racers
1: spy racers
0: So it's just confirmed that now they're just
1: completely given up on the whole. They're like they're outlaws or whatever. They've fully been recruited by a spy agency. Oh, it's Dominic's cousin. Yeah, absolutely. Tony Toretto. Is that who it is? Recruited by a government agency together with his friends to infiltrate an elite racing league, serving as a front for a crime organization called Shifter, that is bent on world domination, where the I and the E are a one and a three.
0: I mean, you know, kind of into it is the thing. I mean, that that, that that sounds
1: like something that you would be into.
0: Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Episode one is called Born a Toretto. Tony is pumped when his legendary cousin Dom recruits him and his friend. Dom's in this one. Oh, man. Vin Diesel's in this thing.
1: (laughs) They got him for one episode.
0: Wow. Episode two, enter Shifter. After Tony rocks it against Layla in a thrilling race through L.A., Shifter boss Shashi invites Tony's crew to join his group by pulling a job for him. There's a hacker. There's a guy with an X for a face. They go
1: to the Las Vegas Strip and hack into the Western power grid.
0: (laughs) There's an episode called The Owl Job.
1: The Celestial Vault. Yeah.
0: I'm into this. We're gonna do some bonus episodes on that <laughs> show. I'll just I'll just do a separate podcast about that show. It'll just be me. <laughs> It'll be a podcast titled I'm the only person who cares. <laughs> uh anyway, yeah, don't try it at home, kids. Um, wear your seatbelts, all that good stuff. She is, I will say, everyone in the car is wearing a seatbelt. Yeah. Which I was very impressed good for by. Me. Um, and then at this point, we cut back to, as you point out in your notes, Jimmy, yet a third recap. As Merrick exclaims his plan to the heavens.
1: Yeah, Merrick is yelling his own plan just out loud, just kind of as a reminder to himself, I guess. Really more for the audience, but he just shouting his own plan in his mind. I guess and, for Joey's uh, That benefit. plan is
0: basically like... The plan is basically, it doesn't really matter who wins, because if they... Well, so long as it's not Yugi. Either Yugi loses, or they both lose, is kind of his plan. Because if they both lose, then they both drown, and he can just fish the Millennium Puzzle out of the water after the fact. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Ta-da! It's brilliant. Completely foolproof.
0: Completely foolproof.
1: Oh, there's a brief scene here where... Merrick is also like yelling through Joey at Taya. Hey, remember how you were also kidnapped? Just to remind us that Taya is also here and has. Oh yeah, <laughs> and she is strapped down to a chair and has like a giant uh shipping container hull being held <laughs> over her head. It literally is just like, hey, remember you exist. <laughs> hey, Taya, you n- remember how you're kidnapped too? She's just sitting there. It's like, a, yes, I'm well it's aware.
0: Fifty-first like state scenario, like, oh God, I've forgotten. Thank you so much. <laughs> I knew I was strapped to this chair for a reason.
1: How did I get here?
0: uh So we get m- more flashbacks. Yugi trying to snap Joey out of it. Joey remembers serenity and their friendship and yep other stuff
1: more friendship even yeah. more friendship
0: <laughs> lots, of, lots friendship. of friendship
1: to go around and then duel uh, happens yugi
0: plays <laughs> What's
1: and then that? some more dueling happens
0: then some more dueling happens yugi plays a card face down has gil for attack the panther warrior Joey in response plays both Skull Dice and Graceful Dice, so he wants to boost his own attack and reduce Gilfer's attack. When he did this, I, I was wondering, didn't they give him a new deck?
1: I thought so. Didn't they? Yeah, they like, gave was him it Odeon a, like a specific deck to beat Yugi with.
0: Yeah. Why are why is it mostly <laughs> his old cards still?
1: That. They went through his deck and were like, Hey, you've got some good stuff in here, but it's not quite coming together. Let's add some new cards, take some old ones out, see how you do, buddy. But, like,
0: what did they put in? They put in uh, the the Meteor thing? I guess. And that's it. <laughs> I don't know that that counts as a brand new deck. One, one card does not a deck make, my friend. Uh, but anyway, so he plays... Graceful Dice and Skull Dice, which I've decided would be really good Halloween costumes for us this year.
1: Yeah, it's a good uh, couple's uh, costume. You're both different kinds yeah. of dice. Good luck getting Lauren to go along with that.
0: I think she'd do it. She could be the goth one. <laughs> uh, Yugi responds by playing D-Spell uh, to destroy Graceful Dice, and then Skull Dice uh, reduces Gilfer's attack by half, so it's 1100 um Joey has zero attack on Panther Warrior. So Panther Warrior dies, and Joey's life points is reduced to 1100, which I don't think is how math works. I'm pretty sure that's not how the math on that pans out. Maybe I'm like misremembering. Oh, no, you know what happened is Panther Warrior has 500 attack. That's right. Because it was Joey's turn yeah. there for a bit. So it deals 600 damage to Joey, bringing him from 1700 to eleven hundred, because that's how math works.
1: The more Stand you know, School kids. And don't cross unless the crossing light is green. Thanks, Mai.
0: Yeah, what's the what's the phrase again? Where is it? Cross on the green, not in between.
1: <laughs> is that a thing? That has to be a thing. That I've can't never be heard just it. like a line they made up. That's too that's too cutesy for this kind of writing. That has to be something yeah, kind of I- like
0: And like it can't be, that can't be in the original script because traffic lights are blue, in Japan.
1: Apparently, it's a PSA from the nineteen seventies. What? Wait, how
0: old is my?
1: <laughs> I don't know.
0: Wait, wait. All right, let's Google my Valentine. Minus fan service. Okay, there we go. There's the Wikipedia page. Um, my Valentine yeah. is 24 years old. That means that she was born. Let's see, when did this come out? 1990? 92? So that means, where's that, 88? No, I can't do math. 78
1: conceivably she could have seen it as a tiny child
0: oh no hang on pardon me not 92 what am i thinking i'm thinking 2000 76 yeah born in 76
1: interesting because i'm looking at this psa that was put out by the new york traffic department of safety education uh and played on like public tv and stuff from 1978 so she would have been two years old when this PSA came out.
0: Huh. All right. I mean, okay, sure. Then it's not, that's not impossible. It's not
1: impossible. When did VHS tapes come out? <laughs> uh, uh, VHS, would she, let me just Google that real quick. Would she have seen it on some like old taped TV programs?
0: Oh, 100%. Yeah, VHS came out in uh, 1977.
1: One year before this PSA. So So her parents would have been on the cusp of technology, gotten some VHS tapes, recorded... Or,
0: or, pardon me, 76 in Japan, so even more likely.
1: Recorded this New York PSA uh, while recording, I don't know, uh, Sesame Street or whatever for their little girl. And this would have been on there. Cross at the green, not in between. While
0: we're on the subject of My Valentine, can I list some stats for you that are on the wikia that are just like bonkers to me? Sure, list my stats. Here's what stats. we know about My Valentine. Here's what we know about My Valentine. Birthday, November 20th, 1976 apparently. Age 24. Height, 100, 175 centimeters. Weight, 52 52 kilograms. Gender female. Blood type O. Oh. How do
1: you know all this?
0: <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> oh, the blood type stuff. Do you remember this? The blood type stuff was in a companion. Oh, that's book right. That they it was released. in some like art book. So it's an official thing. Favorite food: penne Arab. Arab. Penne Arabiata. I've never is heard some of. Like this.
1: Italian pasta.
0: Penne Arabiata. Yes, it is. That helped. Thank you. Well, Mamma um, um, mia! It's a mia, fav- my
1: Valentine. Come, uh, Least favorite my little food. Babina.
0: Least favorite food. Durian. Gross. Relatives.
1: This <laughs> so my favorite. Relatives.
0: <laughs> Relatives.
1: Parents. Sure. Okay. She wasn't hatched from an egg. And then in parentheses it says deceased in Japanese version only. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> <So smart. laughs> So
0: her parents are only dead in Japan. Her, her
1: poor Italian <laughs> Everywhere family. Everywhere else
0: she has parents.
1: <laughs> her Italian uh, New and York then, parents.
0: And then, okay, under, under the Duelist heading, uh, it has a list of the tournaments that she's been in and her position in those tournaments. I'm going to spoil something for us real quick that's not going to be a big surprise. So the thing that we know, Duelist Kingdom, she was in the top mm-hmm. four. Battle City, she's in the top eight. And then this is my favorite unnamed tournament she was the winner
1: (laughs) oh good for her
0: good for her winning the unnamed tournament
1: the underground tournament
0: and there's no like reference links or anything it's just
1: she won some there it is sometime
0: some event sometime oh yeah good stuff wow why do we know so many things about a fictional woman (laughs) I guess because we can just make them up. I think yeah. that's probably the answer to that. Um, all right. So we cut back to the duel, kind of. My car careens into... Definitely breaking the speed limit. Uh, I think I turned my mic off there for a second, so I don't know if the word careen got it through, didn't. but I was very proud of using it in a sentence. Uh,
1: it careens and it makes I careening don't... sound effects. that, like, the Stock... Uh,
0: Like, speaking to a halt. So she's she's driven, like, through town, because Tristan explicitly says they're at the docks on the other side of town. So she's sped through town. There's zero police in Battle City, apparently, besides Mokuba.
1: (laughs) The Battle City Commissioner.
0: Right, which I didn't even remember where Mokuba was until literally this second he says oh, hey, everyone's here. Uh, This is what's going on. (laughs) Yeah. And gives us yet another recap. and Kaiba have just
1: been standing there this whole time, just kind of watching. And
0: and Mokuba's like, somehow Joey lost his mind.
1: Wow, I don't know how that could have happened.
0: How could it be? You know, I wonder if it's at all related to the fact that he said mind control 16 times in the last 12 minutes.
1: You know how they've been yelling about mind control? Maybe that could nah. I don't know.
0: Nah. Uh, So Serenity hears this, realizes that her brother is in trouble, and wants to take her bandages off. But Taya says from like no
1: two hundred feet away from her like chair of danger, yells at Serenity somehow not to take her bandages off. So the first thing she sees isn't her brother possessed and chained to an anchor.
0: Which I get, but like, how could Taya even see that that was a thing that Serenity was doing from so fucking far away? Who's
1: that over there? Is that Serenity? Oh, fuck, she's gonna take off her bandages. She's gonna <laughs> see Joey possessed and chained to an anger. Hey, Serenity, don't do that.
0: Hey, don't do that, maybe. Um. <laughs> Merrick, through Joey, explains the plan yet again. That there is an easy way to get what he wants, and it's just to not do anything. Yeah. This is. Do you remember that that marshmallow experiment? That's like Psych 101, where they do on kids. Oh yeah,
1: for toddlers. Where you, you put talking about uh, a marshmallow in front of a baby, and then they're like, "Hey, if you if you you can eat this marshmallow, but if you're patient, you get two marshmallows." That one.
0: And it's just to see, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just to see, like, do they want the instant gratification or can they wait? And there's, like, a certain age where kids actually have the mental capacity to wait and get two marshmallows. Merrick is apparently not that old yet because he explains, hey, the easy way, like, I've won at this point. The easy way to get what I want is just to wait out the clock because then both you and Joey die and I get the Millennium Puzzle because I technically will have won this duel. Yep, because it's me in control of Joey's body, and though his physical form may die, me, his mind master, will live on.
1: Having one, so didn't... I get
0: the power of the money yeah. puzzle.
1: So do I but... want unlimited power, or do I want to see these kids die? Uh, it's, right. it's really fifty-fifty. <laughs> I mean, he's
0: even at a place where he could have yeah. both, honestly. But he says it would be more fun to watch Joey try to outduel Yugi.
1: He is a messy bitch who lives for drama.
0: <laughs> Aquarius season everyone welcome. Uh I don't know if it's Aquarius season. I just I just say what I see on Instagram. Um so he has Joey draw a card. Joey draws Meteor Destruction. Joey and Merrick cackle evilly and that is the end of the episode.
1: Yep. And Meteor of Destruction, of course, would let him destroy Yugi's life points, causing Yugi to lose and then die in that order. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, it's a very, a very important order of events there. Um, yeah. Jimmy, what was your favorite part of this episode? Uh, my
1: favorite part of this episode was my Valentine's Extreme Car Stunts.
0: Yeah, mine too, actually. My Valentine was easily my favorite part of this episode.
1: Why is she here? Yeah. Who the fuck knows? She's in Battle City. So, of course, we're going to have some recurring characters show up. They can bring back Duke freaking Devlin. They can sure bring back My Valentine, and I'm glad they did, because we get to see her do cool shit and yell 1970s PSAs at people crossing the street. Do
0: not try this That's at home. That's what the
1: kids are going to love, when you write 70s PSAs in your cartoon that comes out in the year 2000.
0: I really want to know, like, what was that pitch like? What was that what was that meeting of the translators like where they're like, okay, well, she's driving a car very recklessly, and this is a show for children.
1: You know what reference kids are going to love? <laughs> that PSA from the 70s. You know the one.
0: You know the one. And then they all say it together. Mm-hmm. And then they laugh. And then they cry.
1: It's like in cartoons when they clearly make a reference that's meant for, like, the parents and then it's like the equivalent of like looking directly into the camera and being like hey and then the kids are just like what funny writing
0: i love that she does she does she legitimately barrels the camera she does though she does and i just love that she's the one character that can get away with that i don't think they can make anyone else in the show do that with the same impact i
1: bet pegasus could pull it off Mm, don't try this at home
0: yeah okay that's true that's very true but still that's two characters out of this yeah. kind of show that Pegasus
1: wouldn't that be driving though he'd have a chauffeur
0: yeah yeah exactly but he would have the chauffeur do six stunts he
1: would have the chauffeur do six stunts <laughs> can you imagine him doing donuts in his freaking limo and just like the front is staying <laughs> there and then like the back wheels are just spinning all around <laughs> <laughs> he's in he's in the very back whipping
0: around and his hair's in the breeze. He rolls down the window. Mm, don't try this at home, kids.
1: <laughs> he's like sipping tea. <laughs> grape juice. Grape juice. Oh yeah, his grape juice. Anyway.
0: Uh anyway, what's your uh least favorite part of this episode?
1: Fully half of this episode is just more recaps. Yep. It's all just filler and like the not even like new shots of old stuff. It's the same animations that they're just reusing and putting a uh, a white vignette over, so it's like memories.
0: Boy, Jimmy, if you're sick of uh, sick of filler already, I got some bad news for you, bud.
1: <laughs> they ran out of stuff to do. They they ran out of like actual content, like three episodes in, and had to stretch it to four. And they were like, "Shoot, what are we gonna do?" Uh, remind Joey about friendship. Yep. That's what
0: yeah, sure. why not? Why yeah, not? there's
1: not a whole lot that actually happened. All, there was some good story moments, but a lot like half of it was not interesting. Yeah,
0: the stuff that happened really happened and I was here for it. The stuff that didn't happen shouldn't have happened. <laughs> Already happened. yeah, <laughs> right. right.
1: What was your worst?
0: I mean, it's again, it's that thing where Merrick does that thing where he's like, here's the smart version of this plan, which is 100% guaranteed to work. And he explains it and you go, shit, you're right. That will work. Fuck, you're a really bad guy. And then he goes, but I'm going to do this different, more fun thing instead. And then it just like all falls apart.
1: (laughs) And then he's inevitably going to be like, no, my gambit. How could I lose?
0: Literally all Merrick needs to do to win is just stop. Doing anything, yeah. He could have done come that on. episodes ago. He could have just been like, "I'm not going to get involved," and everything just would have come to him.
1: He is a very rich teenager. He's not used to having to think things through. I guess.
0: Is he a teenager, though?
1: I think he's a teenager. Uh,
0: is he? Is he? Okay. Well, I'm on wiki. How old is or... Merrick? I'm, I'm already on Wikipedia. Let's figure this out. Merrick Ishtar minus fan service. Uh, holy shit. He's sixteen years old, my friend.
1: Hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's just dumb enough to be to make sense.
0: Blood type B, least favorite food, meat dish.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what is this? A meat dish? <laughs> Take it away at once uh what's his what's his favorite food koshari koshari
0: k-o-s-h-a-r-y i have not heard of this
1: we are learning so many different new foods this episode yeah it's
0: an egyptian rice dish
1: it looks like oh that makes sense
0: yeah oh this this looks pretty good actually koshari also spelled uh k-o-s-a-r-i k-o-s-h pardon me a-r-i uh it's an Egyptian oh, dish originally good. made in the nineteenth century, made of rice, macaroni, and lentils, topped with a spiced tomato sauce and garlic vinegar and garnished with chickpeas and crispy fried onions. Hell yeah. Alright.
2: Mm.
0: I'm into this. But his least favorite dish is meat dish.
1: <laughs> meat dish?
0: Looks like meat's <laughs> back off the menu, boys.
1: <laughs> you mama, I do not wish to eat the meat dish. <laughs>
0: Uh, this is against my plan <laughs> uh yeah um that's that's all she wrote so yeah so merrick is just an asshole that's my least favorite part here we talk about the next episode
1: let's talk about the next episode all
0: right friends till the end part four the translated title is attack me the fated last turn
1: attack me bro. Attack me.
0: (laughs) The summary is, Joey finally breaks free of Merrick's mind control and finds, to his horror, that Yugi plans to lose the duel and give up his life so that Joey can escape. How will both of them survive?
1: Dun-dun-dun. I don't know,
0: through friendship, probably. Seems to be the answer. (laughs) Through the magic of of friendship. So, the episode opens, Merrick refusing to let Joey go free. Mokuba says, "Seto, pardon me,
1: Seto, isn't there Seto? <laughs> isn't there some way we can stop this without putting Taya in danger?"
0: <laughs> He's like a fucking Oliver Twist orphan who's been smoking for thirty years.
1: <laughs> Please, sir, might I have some more?
0: Uh, Kaiba. Today being-
1: it's Christmas day. <laughs>
0: Kaiba, being a decent human being for once, taps his communicator badge and that says, Chief O'Brien, three to beam up. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, apparently, his KC badge has just been a, a phone.
1: We've seen him use it before, though. Have He talked oh, to the helicopter have. pilot.
0: You're right. We have. Okay. But I forgot about it. So it was just one of those yeah. moments where I was just like, wait. When wh- but what? But he's
1: been standing there this whole time and doing jack shit when he could have been calling the cops his private security company uh literally anyone some he, men He just... probably has some kind of death satellite. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just call We do, we just do. hire a private military company, have some snipers come in and shoot <laughs> Merrick from 600 yards away.
0: We know that he is not opposed to using satellites as ballistic weaponry.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he's already crashed a satellite into a major metropolitan area and taken out a rival's building. So I don't know what his deal is, just waiting around to see what happens.
0: Yeah, some people just want to watch the world burn.
1: Some people just want to watch Yugi die. (laughs)
0: Now I'm just picturing Kaiba as the Joker. Wanna know how I got this blue eyes. Um Yugi is shouting Fire at Joey. To me. <laughs> hey, I'm not wearing hockey pads. I don't know how to say hockey pads in a New York accent apparently. Um Yugi is shouting at Joey. Uh, and he says, fight it, Joey. You have to remember who you are. And we get a great shot of like Merrick sort of superimposed over Joey. Merrick's animation is super good here, actually. I, I just have to point out, they keep adding more lines to this boy's face, and I'm living for it.
1: <laughs> I noticed that. They just keep adding, I guess it's supposed to be like shadow.
0: Yeah, but they're like, like thick-ass lines. They're like
1: action lines. Yeah. Just in, he a, looks like um, in like a radio. You know how Naruto has those like lines on his face. Well,
0: those are whiskers.
1: Whiskers, yeah. He but looks like he's got a whole bunch of whiskers just in a circle on a, his face. It's
0: a mane. Of course, now that I've said <laughs> that, they're, that, Naruto thing. has whiskers. I'm gonna get a million comments being like, "They're not whiskers. They're a face." I know. I know what they are.
1: I genuinely don't, and I don't care. Um, anyway. <laughs> Yugi's yelling at Joey to remember his friendship, and so he does. And we get another flashback, another recap of him remembering so much stuff. I He remembers their time together.
0: I could not believe that they did this in this television show, Jimmy. <laughs> this was a full-ass four-and-a-half-minute recap Of the entirety of season one. Yep. Every. Every. Thing. That happened. Every
1: story beat.
0: Except. For Bones. Except for Bones.
1: (laughs) Who cares about Bones? Every
0: duel that Joey had was in this. Except for my boy Bones. And that is an injustice sir. (laughs) And I will not stand for
1: it. Yeah, he remembers all the stuff that happened last season. And he remembers Thousand Dragon, which made me crack up.
0: He explicitly calls it out too. He's like, my friends, my 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 buddies, my rivals, Thousand Dragon.
1: Thousand Dragon. Uh
0: yeah, so that goes on for a while.
1: <laughs> oh man. Um I thought last episode was bad. But I rescinded my previous opinion. I thought they had enough, they'd run out of material after three episodes. No, they ran out of material after two episodes and had to stretch it into four.
0: (laughs) And you remember we were thinking, like, when they did The Rescue, which was just another recap show, we were like, oh boy, we're gearing up for something good.
1: No, we're gearing up for more recaps.
0: What the actual fuck? So to entertain myself, whilst this was happening, I read your note about Serenity's operation. Because, you know, it was a yeah, big part of the recap,
1: right? The prize money was $3 million, and he needed that money for Serenity's operation. So therefore, it was $1.5 million per eyeball.
0: So I went and I looked, and I was like, what is the most expensive medical operation that you can get in America right now? So I went and looked, and I found I'm, an article on healthcarebusinesstech.com. Top 10 most worried. expensive most expensive medical procedures. Top 10. Uh, let's go. Okay, so it lists them. It does it wrong. It, it lists the most expensive first. Let's go to number 10. Number 10. Coming in at $205,000, a tracheostomy. Okay, so you know that thing where they've put like an extra tube in your trachea so that you can breathe.
1: Yes, I know what tracheas are. <laughs> that's that's what that is. Two hundred five thousand dollars. Trachea- okay.
0: Uh, coming in at number nine. Two hundred sixty-two thousand nine hundred dollars. Kidney transplant.
1: Oh, yeah, that makes sense. That'd be pretty expensive.
0: It'd be pretty expensive. It, it is. A couple hundred G's. Uh, I, I also need to point out so, this article was written in 2012. So, these prices are okay. not entirely accurate.
1: Uh, all we'll right. Let's to like the last two. Or did you uh-huh? want to go through this whole list of medical? <laughs>
0: uh, let, me just, let me just, I'll, I'll list them off and then we'll Bottom get to the top it. two. Okay. Uh, liver transplant, lung transplant, bone marrow transplant, heart transplant, heart lung transplant, intestine transplant is number one. I'm so sorry. I skipped ahead there. Really? I, lost, I lost count. Intestine tram- transplant, 2012, most expensive medical procedure. For drum roll, please, huh. 1.2 million dollars.
1: Damn! What were they doing with Serenity's eyes? That's what I want to know. Are they robot <laughs> the, Are they magic? Is she a bionic woman? Can she see <laughs> through walls? We have the technology. Look! Look with your special eyes. I
0: even—I was trying to look up like what's the most expensive eye surgery you can get, and I can't find anything, Jimmy. I looked up like laser eye surgery cost, right? Because it was like, oh, maybe she yeah. has like glaucoma or is like going blind or whatever. The most expensive LASIK I could find was like, 000, like uh, two point seven thousand, like twenty seven hundred pounds so like
1: eh, like three thousand dollars total That is not expensive that's cheap right that was joey's plan the whole time (laughs) pay for a sister and then like hoard a bunch of money that's that's my question right which like i mean good hustle if that's the case but damn dude why you gotta do Yugi dirty like that Serenity just like unwraps her eyes and then like they glow like bright red and then she like snipes Merrick from across the entire river just burning like Superman laser vision through his yacht. There's
0: literally there's a shot like this and we'll we'll talk about it in a bit but there there is a shot where she eventually takes off her bandages and throws them into the air and it reminded me so much of that scene in Naruto where Rock Lee no Guy Lee pardon me takes off his like his, uh, they oh, look like leg warmers. His training yeah. weights. And they, like, fall to the ground and cause a, like, small earthquake. And everyone realizes, oh, he's been training with these, like, super heavy weights. So now he's wicked fast because he doesn't have them on anymore. Like, that's what I was expecting from this. Oh, I've been holding myself back now that I have super eyes. <clears throat> <sighs> Before that, five minutes into the fucking episode, Joey says... My past, it's real. <laughs> yeah, dog, it's real. We just watched five minutes of it.
1: Yeah. So we relap entirely recap the last season, and then we did recapped- you almost say
0: relapse? <laughs>
1: <laughs> we relapsed in the recap.
0: <laughs> yeah, we
1: relapsed into recapping again. Uh-huh. Then we recapped this season, and then we recapped last episode. We. I was generally freaking out here that we were trapped in a recap spiral, and soon we'll be recapping this episode, and then recapping this very moment over and over again until we can't finish the episode, just trapped in this moment forever.
0: I mean, I kind of feel like we're there. Because <laughs> he talks about it again, and he goes, I won't destroy Yugi. Yugi's my pal. And then we have a recap about like why he was going to destroy Yugi anyway.
1: We're stuck. We can't continue.
0: We can't get out. Yugi finally goes merrick and he he like points at joey and he goes merrick you hide like a coward but wherever you are i know you can hear me i've got some news for you
1: (laughs) i had a a whole tangent here did you ever read the series um aliens ate my homework by bruce cavill no it was a kid's book about a kid um who gets contacted by this like like the like galactic federation or whatever and like goes on an adventure with them and it turns out his like teacher was really this like intergalactic despot who was like stalking his dad and stuff and anyway the bad guy's plan was to make a time bomb which would start it would destroy time and then just like loop back a year then loop okay. back like 8 months and then loop back like half a year until finally like at the end of all this he would be trapped for eternity in this like moment of victory while the rest of the universe was like trapped in whatever they were their last moment was huh all right but that's basically what is happening in this episode with all the content recaps
0: god it really is and i just like as soon as yugi started talking again, i was like i am up for whatever you have to throw at me dude just like do something and then he says this shit so he says merrick you hide like a coward, but wherever you are, I know you can hear me. And I've got some news for you. There will be a loser in this duel, but it's not who you're thinking. <laughs> it's not going to be me, and it's not Joey either. It's you, Merrick. You're going to lose this duel.
1: Merrick gets the most offended he's ever been in his life. He at finds this pearls
0: to clutch, is the thing. <laughs> my word he goes,
1: what he's just freaking out oh my stars and someone garters. says he's going to lose a duel
0: uh yugi yugi all but breaks into song and dance about the power of friendship here he just goes on about it like and it's not even it's not even worth writing down is the thing just picture again a recap of every speech about friendship we've had in this show and it's one of those to which Merrick yep. responds, "No one can resist my Millennium Rod. Behold the full potential of its ancient powers." And then he drops this w- weird flex. Joey Wheeler no longer exists. And then the Millennium Rod, like, sparkles. Joey is fully mind-controlled again. Uh, plays... well,
1: before that happened, yeah. Uh, There's a really great gambit here from Yugi.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So explain this to me, because I'm not sure I fully understand the the logic here.
1: Yugi rules lawyers the terms of the duel itself. Not like the duel they're in, but like... The T's and C's. The the important, like, magical rules that have to be in effect for this duel to take place. Uh Uh-huh. And he says that once... (laughs) The, The
0: end duelist license agreement.
1: Yeah, the End Duelist License Agreement. If Merrick is no longer in control of Joey, he cannot possibly win the duel because he's not in the duel anymore. So no matter who wins or loses the duel they're in, if Joey is able to buck Merrick's control... Right, okay. ...then he he cannot win the duel, and therefore, due to the rules of magic, he cannot get the Millennium Puzzle because he did not win it in a duel. Right,
0: right. So if Joey can break free... Then, even if Joey wins the duel, which I love doesn't even, like, that thought doesn't cross Yugi's mind.
1: Oh, yeah, I'm still going to kick Joey's ass. Right,
0: right, right. But then it'll be Joey, Joey. and not Merrick.
1: Yeah.
0: Huh. Okay. So there's hope, right? And, and there's hope. Joey seems to be breaking free because his past is real, it turns out, and mm-hmm. not a alien implantation uh, 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 episode. Uh, he does the thing where or Merrick does the thing where he's like, no one can resist my Millennium Rod. Behold its full potential, et cetera, yeah, and he et cetera. he uses his
1: like f- his final powers, his secret special move, which is like unleashes the full power of the Millennium Rod or whatever. And Joey's third eye opens on his forehead, like Yami Yugi possesses Yugi, Mm-hmm. and so he like gain he assumes direct control of Joey instead of just like influencing him and like speaking through his voice and whatever yeah he, he jacks and, into the matrix yep and joey plays the meteor card the yep. meteor of destruction or whatever
0: meteor of destruction
1: so the meteor comes down it's about to extinguish all life on earth Yeah. at least yugi you know all <laughs> life, life on earth, earth that matters yeah did you want to describe what happens to joey here
0: you wrote it better than me man. i have my notes here. i Let's start with your notes, and maybe I can add some flavor, but hot damn, some shit happens.
1: Joey goes Super Saiyan with the power of friendship and exercises Merrick from his own body, and Merrick just kind of dissolves away out of his mind.
0: Yeah, like, I don't, so, okay, so. I'm pretty sure he literally glows. Well, he not only literally glows, he casts lightning from every orifice and, like, end point on his body. He he somehow has this, like, purple energy that builds up inside of him that I guess is the friendship, and it, like, cleanses his mind, shoots out of his face and hair, shoots out of his eyes. It's like... It's like... It's like Highlander. That's what I was about to say. It's like the end of Highlander (laughs) when he is the one... But instead of gaining the ability to read the hearts and minds of all humanity, he just has one one boy in his dome again.
1: yeah, there could be only one boy in this dome
0: <laughs> Um, but yeah, I guess he just like brute forces Merrick out of his body
1: yeah it it was it's extremely anime. um, but then he didn't even need to do that because Yugi had. Uh, his own trap card waiting for just this moment. It's our good friend, the ref panel.
0: Mystical ref panel. <laughs> you know, that name that's an English word.
1: <laughs> that, that card we all know and love, mystical ref panel. He, he announces which it in doesn't, such a fun the way. The panel that actually does not ref.
0: No, it's yet. a, it's a catch panel.
1: Yeah, it's a grabby panel.
0: But he announces it in such a weird way compared to his usual... Yugi says trap card activate. <laughs> like he's waiting for it. Yep. He's just watching the meteor General, come now. in. Um and it activates. For the opportune moment. And yeah. uh it holds the meteor for later, I guess. <laughs> it puts it in the yeah. to go container. Its
1: mystical ref panel is just like like an angelic elf or something holding sure. a mirror or like a soup tureen that yeah it's holding your grandmother's fine silverware it
0: it is um you know in smash bros when game and watch does that thing where he holds out the bucket that can oh, like, yeah. grab a projectile and save it for later that's what it is it's yeah, just, or game Isabel and just grabbing
1: stuff out of the midair yeah so you would think that a mystical ref panel would be a panel that reflects, but it doesn't. It just grabs onto stuff and then just kind of holds it there. Yep. That's not how reflections work. Nope. But okay.
0: It's also not what I would call a panel, but that's neither here nor there.
1: <laughs> neither a ref nor a panel.
0: Uh, okay, so Joey comes to fully his own his own boy again realizes that he's wearing the millennium puzzle
1: wakes up from his mind control bender. He's naked in the middle of times square (laughs) holding a millennium puzzle. What you do. Uh, So sometimes it be like that. Sometimes it
0: do be like that. So Yugi says, giving my puzzle helped you break free. But like fucking how though, did it really? He had no connection to it. It didn't seem
1: to do anything. The
0: magic didn't help him. It was established last episode that he can't access the magic unless he wins the Millennium Puzzle in a duel. So, like, it kind of seems like that did fuck all, but whatever helps you feel better, Yugi,
1: I guess. They reminded him of friendship.
0: Kind of. Uh, the time is about to run out on the clock. And finally, the the Chekhov's copter from
1: <laughs> the start of the episode Kaiba appears. does something.
0: Uh, and what's this over the horizon? But Robo Kybacopter.
1: It's Jarvis to the rescue. <laughs> it is. It's Jarvis. <laughs> They're like, the, the Kaibocopter like rises out from wherever the hell it was behind the, was it just behind the freaking warehouse this whole time?
0: Honestly, I think it was. They must have parked it somewhere. And like, <laughs> I can't think of anywhere else it would have gone. But it had a pilot that whole time too.
1: Yeah, who drove them there? It wasn't Kaiba, because they were he was sitting in the back with Yugi no, complaining we, about shit.
0: We see and talk to a, a pilot like three episodes ago. There's someone else in that helicopter, yeah. but now Boy, apparently there's not. There's just a robot because the, the Kaiba copter is flying itself.
1: He's taking his union-designated
0: break. I well, why does he need to be there at all if the copter can just fly itself, Jimmy?
1: I don't know. <laughs> There's no
0: reason. <laughs> they just wanted to put in... I uh, just s- wanted
1: this to happen without killing a man. Because the, what the Kybocopter does is rise up and smashes itself into the crane, holding the giant um, shipping container over Taya. Which you would think would kill her and put everyone at risk of being sliced to ribbons by spinning blades, but okay.
0: Right, and, like, why did it take so long? He makes that phone call, like, a minute into the episode, and we are now, t- what, 12 minutes in?
1: Yeah, what's he been doing this whole time? Just,
0: yeah, fucking, like, diagnostics or something? What?
1: It's really hard to control a robot helicopter just through a single button on your, uh, <laughs> on your lapel. He has a, to, like, write instructions game. in binary.
0: There it is. So, yeah, so that happens. The shipping container gets knocked out of the way. The the rare hunter that's in the crane jumps out, has the remote that's going to release it so that it might still hurt Taya. Uh, but then...
1: <laughs> Kaiman throws his freaking blue eyes like a shuriken like 20 yards into the cultist's hand.
0: He says, behold the might of my blue eyes, white dragon.
1: And then he's just like, yeah.
0: Throws it. You know, that card that there's only three of that he nearly killed a man for that one time that he did kill a man for an episode in season zero.
1: My question is, how does he do this?
0: What do you mean? Because have
1: you ever tried to throw a card? Like I know there's like certain tricks you can do. No, or you can just like throw a card and they like do cool stuff.
0: I fully like the answer to this is is all but explained, Jimmy. These are lined in metal.
1: (laughs) He's got a cool card sleeves that his whole deck is in.
0: Yeah, these are like these are combat cards. He has them all. Maybe that's Kaiba's thing. You know how Mai had like the scent, and like that Mm -hmm. one guy had the X-ray. Maybe all of kaiba's cards are weighted just slightly differently
1: he just goes and then it like unfolds into like a super sharp disc
0: there it is it's this flying guillotine of blue (laughs) eyes but yeah so anyway so you know just one of the the cards that means the most to him in the world he throws into a dude's hand uh Making the guy drop the remote, but potentially costing Kaiba a blue-eyes white dragon. Because yep. I don't so it, know where that ends up after this.
1: <laughs> it just goes into the sea. Kind of seems that
0: way. Whoopsie. Whoopsie-doodle. Um, Maybe you shouldn't
1: have put all your life's work into obtaining this piece of cardboard, Kaiba. Yeah, Sorry.
0: Kind of seems like that one's on you, bud.
1: Um. Yeah, he drops the remote control and then he, the cultist guy is just like scrambling on the ground for it. And then Kaiba like rushes over and like knees him in the face or like yep. drop kicks him. I'm not sure. It's. We never see actual violence. Oh, God. That would no. be bad.
0: Heaven forbid. Uh, Mokuba rushes over and releases Taya. I guess it's just like a push button thing to, to undo yep. the, the whatevers, the, the manacles. Yeah uh yugi explains to the group to joey
1: mostly to joey mostly
0: to joey because he the the idea is that the rest of the group can't interfere or the anchor will just drop but it's gonna drop anyway at this point so yugi explains to joey that he's gonna sacrifice himself to save joey there's lots of crying on both sides. Joey's just now realizing what's happening. Yugi is 12, getting ready to commit the ultimate
1: sacrifice. He's sobbing. He's sobbing. And he tells Joey, take care of my puzzle. That's it. Not, That's the whole line. Like, There's no preamble. Care of, not like take care of the friends or like take care of my grandpa or anything. Not even like, I love you, you know? Yeah. Just
0: no, take care of my puzzle. Don't tell my
1: family. Don't tell grandpa that I love him. Just just take, you know, my puzzle. Take care of that.
0: It's my favorite Rubik's Cube.
1: <laughs> take care of my Rubik's Cube, please.
0: Don't fucking lose that when shit, When I'm man. dead. I put a chain on it.
1: <laughs> I put a lot of work into that. And so, Yugi uh, has the ref panel blast him with a meteor.
2: No,
0: it's not which even has that. Been it's worse. Does it not? I thought he had red eyes. Attack him. Did I miss here? Th-
1: this both happens. Both things happen. Ref oh, panel I blasts see. Him with a meteor.
0: Ref panel. Yes. Ref panel hits Yugi with the meteor of destruction, killing and, Yugi.
1: Yep. He he literally like passes out and like goes like face down, splat, right on the floor. Yep. Uh, zero life points, which unlocks the key on Joey's side, so Joey can escape.
0: Yeah. To which Joey says, "No way am I letting my best friend become shock bait." Yep, that's Mako's job. Uh, and then
1: I'm not sure what happens here, but Joey I am, commands and I fucking hate red it. Eyes.
0: I hate it, bud. I'm not <laughs> a fan. Joey
1: commands Red Eyes to attack him, even though Yugi already lost. It's a And the duel should uh-huh. be ended.
0: So the duel's over.
1: The duel is We're over. We're in
0: no man's land now. But because of a side effect of the Meteor of Destruction, after that card resolves, and I haven't looked up Meteor, Meteor of Destruction yet. Maybe you want to do that. Uh, So Meteor of happened? Destruction going on here? apparently has a rule where after it resolves, you can have one of your opponent's monsters... Uh oh! I typed in meter of destruction, and I got a lot of. Roger, he's got a yardstick. Um, <laughs> uh, so so apparently you're gonna have one of your monsters, one of your opponent's monsters, attack after the card resolves, and now because of ref panel doing its thing, the card has resolved. Uh, um, that's not what's on I'm looking the actual at meter card. of destruction. There's. That's that's not it. Oh, Meteor of Destruction, a million percent does not do what they say (laughs) it does in the show. The actual, (laughs) wow, it's the opposite. The actual card text on Meteor of Destruction, am I looking at the right thing? It says, if your opponent's life points are higher than 3,000, which was not the case, inflict 1,000 damage to your opponent.
1: So that's not a meteor of destruction. It's a meteor of giving you an, an ouchie. Yeah. Giving you a big boo-boo.
0: Yeah, that's like, hey, you're doing well. Let's be ashamed if anything were to happen to that. Um, Yeah, what the fuck, y'all? It's
1: uh, only in the anime on the wiki. Additionally, the activator could force an opponent's monster to attack afterwards.
0: I mean, all right, cool. So that's the rule anyway. That's what happens. So then, again, like you said, Jimmy, after the duel is done.
1: (laughs) After he's already lost.
0: Joey commands Yugi's red eyes, black dragon to attack Joey. Yes. Reducing his life points to zero. So that Yugi's key box opens as well.
1: Yeah. These are not conditional key boxes. It's they are they're only checking if your opponent's life is at zero. It's not like it doesn't check if yours is at zero at all. So both of them now have keys that they can use, except. To escape. Well, oh,
0: this is so boring. I had a big yawn. Um, <laughs> uh, except Yugi is completely passed out. So there's. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's just.
1: That's what happens when you lose a card game. You pass apparently,
0: out. Apparently. Apparently. Um, at this point. Serenity takes off her bandages. This is the shot I was talking about. She throws the bandages into the air. Like the one bandages of those...
1: flap away like the uh, the banner over Edoras. Yes, that's exactly the it. Is.
0: <laughs> She's going to call the nations together and light the beacon.
1: Dun 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 dun.
0: Uh, and she decides that this is, should be the first moment that she sees. So she she. I she,
1: am she... no man.
0: <laughs> so she she blinks her her weary eyes uh and it seriously does read like one of those scenes of like oh she's gonna have super like she's gonna I expected lasers to come out.
2: yeah oh, or like, something but or like
0: no. time travel right but no she they're just is, eyes.
1: she opens her eyes. her eyes are revealed to be olive colored kind of a greenish they're nice and yeah they're nice eyes. And the first thing she sees is her stupid brother Tarzan yelling over the ocean <laughs> on a chain <laughs> and immediately dying when a friggin' uh, anchor falls into the ocean, dragging him with it.
0: Joe, Joe, Joe of the jungle. Uh, Yeah, he fucking grabs the chain, swings across the, the gap, grabs Yugi's key just as the timer reaches zero. Now, okay, so I do have to point out here, Jimmy... You remember how earlier on in the show I mentioned, like, okay, they they had 16 minutes left, and that's how much was left in the episode? Mm-hmm. Was it this episode that was last episode?
1: It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It was a lie. Uh,
0: so that was... No, now I need to know. This is important. Um... No, that was last episode. That was last episode. Where is it? All I can see is... Beta the Magnet Warrior's dick. <laughs> Boy, this is good radio. Let me let me read back through my notes real quick, y'all. It's right here. Where is here? We're in two different places. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Thank you for highlighting it. Yes. In part three, they did a thing where they had sixteen minutes remaining. It has now been thirty minutes since then. <laughs> uh and then as soon as Yugi's life points reach zero, uh, a timer starts, a new timer starts mm-hmm. for 30 seconds. Cause remember uh, Merrick said that whenever somebody loses, the winner has 30 seconds to get their key and release themselves. So 30 second timer on the clock, Joey commits the ultimate sacrifice again, does the Tarzan thing, gets the key exactly as the timer reaches zero. Yep. So I timed it. I timed it, Jimmy. This 30-second timer lasted for exactly one minute and 46 seconds.
1: (laughs) Time works different in the Yu-Gi-Oh verse. I guess.
0: So the timer hits zero. The anchor drops, pulls both of them down. They plunge into the, the cold abyss. Uh, Yugi finds Joey somehow, even though they're both weighted down by chains and a literal anchor. Yep. Uh, unlocks his chains, Yugi's chains, sends him up to the top.
1: Yeah. He is still unconscious. So his lifeless body just bobs to the surface.
0: Just floats, I guess, which I don't know how with all that hair weighing him down. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so the, the friends find him. Tristan finds Yugi and is like, wait a second, where's Joey? Oh, shit, he's still in there. Let's get the key and I'll, I'll go grab him. Except... Oh, shit, where's the key? Serenity already has the key. Yeet! <laughs> <laughs> she, she pulls off a perfect swan dive into the water.
1: Yeah, I guess her talents lie in being a freaking Olympic swimmer.
0: I guess. She gets down to however many feet below the surface of the water where joey is just as joey realizes that he has the wrong key she unlocks him pulls him up to the surface they're like holding each other and like helping each other swim but like how long was her bed rest for like a month
1: yeah how is she able to do this if she was just been bedridden this whole time her muscles would not be that great
0: yeah she must have an incredible physical therapist
1: uh and yeah this and is just after this this is how she is after we've seen her in a hospital bed for a month before she was just like super jacked <laughs> <laughs> right
0: <laughs> that's the thing that's so this is this is Legs why, like michael phelps this is why joey tries to compensate for everything with humor he had to be the funny one in the family serenity serenity was already like the jock
1: she was the power lifter right this
0: explains so much.
1: Serenity can crush watermelons between her thighs. <laughs> Joey must have such a complex. <laughs> he's, a, he's a dueling dwee while his sister goes out and like wins national competitions. He had to be at family gatherings,
0: just being like everyone fawning over Serenity and her gold medals. And they're like, Joey, what have you done? And he goes, well, uh, my best friend taught me how to play a card game this month. So that's
1: pretty cool. Professional wrestler Serenity. <laughs> giving the, the elbow Champion. from the top rung.
0: I would love an anime where Serenity is just like. Where it's, it's Serenity versus literal Ronda Rousey.
1: <laughs> Serenity versus John Cena.
0: <sighs> Can't see him.
1: <laughs> oh she's my god. Just. <laughs>
0: uh yeah i uh, so many things that i want to see in this show
1: but we're so, not gonna
0: we're not no we're jimmy this is this is Yu-Gi-Oh. we're not gonna see good things <laughs> uh we get back to shore and kaiba says good job me my work yeah. here is done
1: kaiba's like now that i've saved three lives i can get back to what really matters dueling
0: dueling uh and he walks off is that what happens he like takes mokuba and and fucks off
1: a little bit later yeah he he sticks around for a little bit during this next scene
0: oh okay uh, that's right where joey comes out apologize
1: yeah he soon, he realizes serenity can see again so he's very happy but then he's very sad because he was mind-controlled he's very sorry he was mind-controlled sorry guys sorry Aww. about that
0: ah beans guys oh i really screwed the pooch there
1: oh <laughs> man my, my
0: little brain got controlled by somebody else again
1: he gets so upset that uh he was mind controlled and like hurt his friends and like how can he go out in the future and duel if everyone's going to point and laugh at him for being mind-controlled And Maya's like, oh my god, Joey, who cares? You had magic mind control you. No one's going to, like, hold that against you.
0: Even Tristan is like, get the fuck over yourself. It was mind control. We just learned about magic, like, 30 minutes ago.
1: Dude, you had, like, ancient Egyptian powers used against you. This is not something we were ever taught to deal with in school.
0: I do love, though, the way that this scene is shot. Because like he's crying, Yugi's crying, they're both soaked in seawater, the sun is setting. It's like The Notebook.
1: <laughs> it's a very sad scene. All the friendship.
0: It's two boys professing their platonic love for each other, and I'm really into yep. that. Um, Yugi says that he's really glad that they're all back together again. Joey realizes that Serenity can see again. Uh, happiness
1: all around
0: yeah joey gives yugi back the millennium puzzle even though there's definitely a shot where jo- yugi's already wearing it
1: i did not see that i'll have to go back and look
0: so so if you look towards the end of the episode the scene where joey is attempting to apologize uh yugi is clearly wearing the millennium puzzle and then they cut to a shot where joey goes here yug this belongs to you and he hands him the millennium puzzle anyway
1: just the animators are just dropping the ball everywhere
0: i can't blame them i had trouble staying awake just watching the episode i can't imagine what it would have been like to have animated it uh oh here's here's the scene that i was thinking of the Kaiba brothers walk away into the sunset whilst everyone else tries to figure out where to get food (laughs) they're like hey is that hungry is there a subway near here quizno's uh and kaiba turns to remind yugi of the finals that he will see him in
1: yeah i saved you so i can duel you some more it's not like i it's not like i let's see if i can do the voice it's not like i like you or anything baka
0: (laughs) 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 he would say that too is the thing uh like english-speaking kaiba would say baka in normal conversation Oh, he totally would uh yeah so he he uh he lets everybody know that even though we have all this magical bullshit and mind control and several people's lives were just endangered he's still here for one thing and one thing only children's card game
1: (laughs) and that's the episode
0: that's the episode jimmy what was the best part of this episode for you
1: my favorite part of this episode was yugi outwitting merrick by reading the fine print on the magic magic puzzle box rules
2: yeah, tricking
1: like using the rules of magic. Not even the duel itself, but like, like how in Harry Potter, like the wand thing, where you like duel someone, you get their wand, then then like you have control of their wand now. If Is that Mar- how it works, yeah. Okay. Did you not? Were you asleep during all the Harry Potter books and movies?
0: I don't know, man. Where's I Lauren? Read, I haven't read all the books. <laughs> I just texted her. She's on her way.
1: Anyway, okay, you, I believe you you. reading the fine print on the magic puzzle rules to be like, um, actually, uh, you can't possibly win because you're not in this duel.
0: Okay, so it's like in Highlander 3 when you kill another Highlander and gain their powers.
1: Kind of like that, yeah. Okay. Since Merrick isn't in the duel anymore, he can't win the duel and therefore can't get the puzzle. I thought that was right. pretty neat.
0: Yeah, I liked that. I liked that. I I liked that it's a sort of gamut. a um hey, you remember this like millennia old tradition that you've supposedly spent your entire life studying? Uh, <laughs> I just I learned more about it in thirty seconds than you did in fifteen years or however the fuck long you've been alive, yeah. apparently. God, Merrick is really fifteen, huh? Sixteen, pardon me, sixteen.
1: Just an angry little boy. Just an angry little boy. What was your kid. best?
0: My best Jimmy I gotta be honest with you I wrote down a best and worst and I think I gotta change him I think I gotta pull an audible I think my best is that Serenity is finally a character in this show
1: oh instead of just like an accessory
0: yeah instead of a prop
1: uh she actually does something. cardboard cutout
0: yeah she does something she does something unexpected she has a cool shot where she is the focus Um, and she saves one of the main characters of the show. I think that's a real character
1: with agency and everything.
0: Yeah. It like doesn't quite pass the Bechdel test, but you know what? It's on its way. I'm really happy about it. Serenity. I I'm, I'm very much looking forward to serenity becoming hopefully maybe a more intricate part of the show. Like integral. I mean like, you know, like maybe there's hope yet. Um, I was just going to look up and see if I could pull up her wikia page. Let's learn her blood type real quick. Um, ba-da-ba-ba. There's like three pages for priest Seto. Um, let's do a command. Spoilers. Serenity Wheeler. How come
1: Serenity doesn't have an obnoxious mm-hmm. Brooklyn accent?
0: That is an amazing question. Um,
1: maybe she is like living with Joey's mom, or does Joey have a mom? I yeah, remember.
0: yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so th- no, that's exactly it. That's so right. That's exactly it. So that's the season zero explanation: is Joey is living with their father while um, Serenity is living with the mother. It's not she, really. She went to anime. live upstate. Yeah, yeah. It's not really explained in the anime, but it is implied that um, Joey and his mom don't get along. Um, boy, not as much information here about Serenity, uh, although it does have a terrifyingly long description of her appearance.
1: Mm, anyway.
0: Anyway. Um. Yeah. What was your so, worst? Uh, my well, so my worst. I want to hear your worst first because my, my, what, what I yeah. had written down previously is my best is now my worst and I, I want to get into it a little bit. Okay. So my what's worst,
1: your worst? My worst is why would Yugi give Joey the Millennium Puzzle if we don't get Pharaoh Joey out of it? I was right. fully expecting them to have suddenly three boys in one boy
3: and like yes. there would be
1: this fight between the Pharaoh and Merrick in Joey's mind and then like Joey would like Gain the powers of the pharaoh and become Yami-Joey for a bit. Right. And they would, like, all work together to cast out Merrick. But nothing is there. And, like, we see the pharaoh at the end, just, like, there in spirit. And he doesn't even have any lines. He's just standing there like a force ghost. Kind of off in the distance.
0: Yeah, kind of just, like... Like, calmly acknowledging, yes, things happened.
1: Yeah. But... It's a it's wasted potential. It's a wasted Chekhov's gun, ha- giving Joey this like ancient artifact that like puts a spirit in your brain. It's like if Thor gave Captain America his hammer, and like Captain America's like, "Hey, thanks, bud. I treasure this symbol of our friendship."
0: Right, no, and then it's just the like, hammer. Right, and then nothing happens.
1: <laughs> and then he doesn't get to use the the hammer.
0: You know, Thor's ball peen hammer. <laughs>
1: Oh, uh, thanks. I'm working on my uh, my car. I'll use this later.
0: Yeah, th- this was my question as well, right? Because like, th- and this was originally my worst. I'll be honest with you. So, so I wrote this down as my worst, thinking Joey has one memory about the Millennium Puzzle, and it's not like a fond memory. It's a memory of when he fucked up a little bit.
1: Yeah, and How... he was an a hole and uh, pulled pieces of it apart and, was, and yeeted it into a. Uh, What
0: was it? It was a fountain. Yeah, or something. School fountain. Like, and that's it. That's one memory. And he literally just had like six fucking minutes of flashbacks about every other fucking thing. What is this Millennium Puzzle going to do?
1: Yeah, he doesn't care about the Millennium Puzzle.
0: No. If anything, it would make me angrier now that I've got this fucking He also doesn't care about
1: defeating Bones.
0: (laughs) Oh, God. I'm so sad about that. That should be that should be my real worst is that Bones was in that flashback.
1: <laughs> Sir, not appearing in this flashback. <laughs> um
0: Yeah. Ugh. And then he has to give it back and then it's just a it's a whole thing, Jimmy. Yeah. Why didn't he sink faster?
1: <laughs> with the with the millennium puzzle around his neck?
0: And the and the anchor and strapped the anchor. to him.
1: Yeah, that was a pretty light anchor.
0: That was a really light anchor, it turns out. It was a discount anchor.
1: (laughs) Merrick's discount anchor supply.
0: It's my actual worst.
1: Your actual worst, please. If you want to hear it. I do.
0: Maybe friendship really is magic? (laughs) At first, I thought this was my best, because I was thinking, you know what? We're learning a really important thing in this episode. We're learning that actually, yes, it is true. The raw power of friendship can defeat any magical item that's in this world. But then I thought, wait a second, what the fuck? (laughs) The actual raw power of friendship can defeat any magical item that's in this world? What? What's the point then?
1: On the one hand, ancient cosmic power. On the other hand, ah, my bro, I love him. What are the actual stakes at this point?
0: We've learned that you can literally overcome magic mind control passed down from the pharaohs by just, like, thinking about your buds for a bit. Let's all gather around the fire, sing kumbaya, exercise some demons.
1: On the one hand, this ancient millennium puzzle. On the other hand, hey, remember that road trip? (laughs) Ah, ah, the mind control,
0: it's been defeated. (laughs) Thanks for reminding me about that trip to Santa Fe we took that one time.
1: I was half expecting his, like, the friendship symbol to start glowing on his hands. And then, like, being able to, like, go and cast friendship power out.
0: Like, he almost did, right? It's that whole, like, the lightning bolts shot out of him, this, like, purple energy. It may as well have been the smiley face.
1: It might as well have been.
0: Actually he went now Super I kind of saiyan wa- with friendship. I kinda wish that it was that. I would have hated it, but I kinda wish that it was that.
1: <laughs> it would have fit, fit the theme a little better. Yeah. But I did like the Super Saiyan friendship magic. That was silly.
0: I just it broke this world, this already broken and fragile world so badly that I just Cracked don't know like how we egg. can recover from here. I don't know how we can take anything seriously in this show anymore. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You know, this gonna, show we take can you seriously. imagine what Merrick is going through right now, just pacing back and forth on his ship, ranting about how his his victim liked his friend too much, and so he can't, <laughs> like, use his Millennium Rod? He's like, the Millennium he's Rod like, is, like, burned out and smoking. He's like...
0: <laughs> He thinks he's all that just because he has more friends than me. Well, he doesn't. I've got friends. I've got tons of friends. Mind slaves, get in here. Tell me you're my friends.
1: You like me, don't you, Odeon? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, master. He like, sits
1: yeah. down and is, and is eating like tubs of ice cream. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's just pouring himself another glass of ice.
1: Yeah. <laughs> crunch, 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 crunch. Uh,
0: all right. Let's 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 put this episode on the charts real quick. Um, oh, yeah. Duel mechanics, minus five.
1: Yeah, there's not a whole lot of actual dueling that goes on.
0: The duel continues after somebody loses, Jimmy.
1: Yeah, that already breaks the rules of the duel. It was like... The duel continues just so this... Like, this card doesn't even do that in real life. They just put that in there for this one moment where Joey can free himself as well.
0: Yeah, there's no... It doesn't it I can't. I can't. I can't even Minus five.
1: Yeah, there's no actual card game rules. Actual story I would rate actually fairly sure. high. Pretty high. Yeah. We get the not? resolution of Serenity. Um we have new characters come in, Mai is back. We get uh magic powers defeated by friendship. Sure. Uh, and that prepares us for the next of the finals. So yeah. So know, I'm actually three maybe.
0: Well, so I was going to say, so the, the last two episodes, we, we rated it like a four for plot relevance. Yeah. I think I'm just going to keep it there. Okay. Cause yeah, it's either a three or a four mechanics for the last two episodes was a one. So I think that's going to drop us down to like a minus three. -4 for card game mechanics? Yeah. The
1: the rules were mostly consistent up until the end.
0: Yeah, I guess I'm really just angry about the end, huh?
1: There, yeah, there wasn't a whole lot there in this duel in these last two episodes anyway. So
0: Yeah. Okay. -3 we'll say. Yeah. So that puts it in like a that's a that's like a bottom writer.
1: Yeah, that's, no, no, not the worst, but um, not the best.
0: No, very far from being the best. All right. So that is episodes, uh, what is that? 28 and 29, Friends Till the End, Parts 3 and 4. Now we come to the point in the show where we move entirely from the episode and we start talking about Yu-Gi-Oh, <laughs> <laughs> the cards the card game uh and a section that i like to call Yu-Gi or not not uh here in the studio we have lauren and pepper pepper is suckling hard on his bed boy he really just wants to chew a hole in that thing
1: oh that boy
0: that boy Pepper pepper is just a tiny ball of anxiety. So he does this thing where he, he suckles a little bit on his bed, but then he just doesn't stop. We paid a lot yeah, of money for this bed, so I don't want him to do that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've seen him do it, and he like rips holes in like pretty much anything you give him.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We have we have been through some beds, my friend.
3: Don't worry everyone. He has a um a designated suckle bed that he is allowed to chew holes in.
0: Yes, and that one's actually very durable.
3: It is, yeah.
1: <laughs> made just, up of like military spec burlap. <laughs> it may as well
0: be, honestly. It's like Kevlar. Ke-
1: Kevlar. Aww. No, it's Kevlar, not. but it's, just for a dog suckling.
0: It's nice for him's him's mouth and teeth.
1: <laughs>
0: um but yeah, so we, we bring Lauren on the show every week to play a little game called Yugi or Not, Hi, in Lauren. which Hello. Uh, in which we read here, let me see if I can move the camera so you can you can see her. There she is. Uh so uh We give you a list of things that are potentially Yu-Gi-Oh! cards, but are, more often than not, not Yu-Gi-Oh! cards. Some of
3: them are Yu-Gi-Oh! cards. Some of them are, and some of them just
0: sound like they are. Uh, Meanwhile, Pepper is going (laughs) to flip his bed over, I guess? I don't know. I don't know what's going on over there. Um, so in weeks past, we have done listener submissions. Uh, if you have something that sounds like a Yu Gi Oh card but is not a Yu Gi Oh card, please email that to us at youactivatedmypodcast at gmail.com. This week, however, I have prepared six cards for you. Three I'm of which
1: and it's ridiculous.
0: Three of which are real Yu Gi Oh cards, the other three are songs off of the first self-titled album from Australian pop sensation, The Wiggles.
3: Oh, no. <laughs> Were these sent in or did you write no, these? No,
0: I, I came up with these.
3: <laughs> well, I um, guess you didn't write great. them. I'm pretty,
0: I'm pretty proud of the ones that I found for you. So uh, The Wiggles self-titled album. Uh, I forgot to pull it up, but it came out however many years ago, 20 years ago or so on now. Twenty. It was a long time ago. The Wiggles. The Wiggles. Yeah, they were like 2000, maybe 2001. Really? Wow. Yeah, it was a long ass time ago. They've been around for a bit.
1: How old were they when they made this one?
0: Old man. I don't know. They're ancient. Well, the Wiggles now are not the original Wiggles. The TV Wiggles are different from the band Wiggles. What? Yeah. Should I Into look this up real quick?
1: I'm going to look this up on my phone. <laughs> Apparently so we need see. to... Uh, Apparently we need more info. We
3: need to clarify. I'm so
0: sorry.
1: Uh, it's like the Krat okay. Brothers where they, they're they still the same guys, but they went to animating their shows instead of doing it live action because they're both old now.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Uh, man, I miss Zabumafu. Oh,
1: Me God. and you and Zabumafu? Come on uh, down and see what's new. We're doing the things that animals do.
0: Okay, y'all. I was being generous... The Wiggles' studio album by The Wiggles was released eleventh of July, nineteen ninety
3: one. Whoa!
1: Yeah, the Wiggles were out when I was a kid.
0: Yeah,
3: the previous Wiggles,
0: the OG Wiggles. Okay,
3: (laughs) the oggles, if you will.
0: (laughs) The oggles. Uh. This this Wikipedia article has a very unsettling section that's just titled The Wiggles Chronology.
2: <laughs> which is
0: which is gonna be the, the title of my, my like satirical fantasy book. series.
1: But yeah. yeah, that's yeah. my favorite
3: cursed book.
1: So the Wiggles chronology. So I have Part two of the Wiggles chronology series.
0: So I have a list of cards here. Half of them are Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Half of them are Wiggles songs. And it's up to Lauren to determine which is which. And I do not know <laughs> if she can do it.
3: I won't be able to. I never am.
0: Oh, okay. Lauren, are you ready? Eh. Yeah. Card number
3: one.
0: <laughs> perform a pal monkey board. Oh,
3: God. It's right off the bat, huh?
0: Perform a pal monkey board. Card number two. two glub words? Glub Train. <laughs> Glub uh-huh. Glub train. Uh-huh. Card number three: Ghost beef. Ghost beef.
3: <sighs> Great.
1: Very spooky.
0: Card number four: Mischief the monkey.
3: We have a lot of monkey theme cards or potential cards going on here.
0: Card number five: Box. You know what sounds,
1: You know what sound ghost beef makes? Moo. <laughs> oh God. <laughs>
0: cut number five Sorry, is box of friends it's
3: Oh god. box of friends oh god I just got like a very like <laughs> apocalyptic version of the tv show
0: card number six is rockabye your bear
3: oh
0: rockabye your bear man alright those are the six cards
3: this is a tough one
0: I don't think Jimmy's looked any of these up yet so you two no. can deliberate
3: I think Rockabye Your Bear is a Wiggles song. Okay. Because, I don't know, I can't imagine what that would look like as a Yu-Gi-Oh! card, and I kind of don't want to.
0: <laughs> so it's not that you're not willing to believe that it is a Yu-Gi-Oh! card. <laughs> right. It's that you don't want to envision a world where it is a Yu-Gi-Oh! Yeah, card. Yeah, that's okay. true. I see. The world
1: is bad enough. You refuse yeah. to live in that existence.
3: Right. I think ghost beef is too scary for a little kid's song. So I think that's a Yu-Gi-Oh card. Okay. Perform a pal monkey board is nonsense. So by my, if I'm reverting back to my Yu-Gi-Oh not regular strategy, that would okay. be a Yu-Gi-Oh card because it means nothing. Okay. Glub Glub Train just sounds like it would be a song on a kid's album. Box of Friends. Let's see. From a Monkey board, I said was Yu-Gi-Oh. Glub Glub Train, I said was the Wiggles. Ghost Beef, I think, is Yu-Gi-Oh. I'm going to say Mischief the Monkey is Yu-Gi-Oh. And Box of Friends is Wiggles. And rock-a-bye or Bears Wiggles. Okay.
0: Final answers.
3: Yeah, I guess. I don't know.
1: Let's find out.
3: Yeah. All right. We don't need to draw this misery out any longer than it needs to be. I'm going to
0: tell you, you got almost a perfect score. Whoa! This is the best you've done in the Perform a Pal Monkey Board is a Yu Gi Oh card. All right. You're right on that. Glub Glub Train is a Wiggles song. Uh huh. Ghost Beef is. A Yu-Gi-Oh card, yeah. Mischief the monkey,
3: uh-huh,
0: is a wiggle song. Ah, uh, okay. Box of friends is a Yu-Gi-Oh is the card, yeah. Okay. Rockabye your bear is a wiggle song. You so know you what? Got two correct, or rather, you got hey. four. Pardon me, four Whoa. correct. We two incorrect. We just used to my
3: regular scores.
0: You got four correct.
3: Um, misch. I I almost did that switch, Mischief the monkey and Box of friends. I almost did that switch because, um, that was my first instinct. Mm, mm-hmm but should followed I, your I know I, I should have score I should have had a
0: perfect score but
3: you know what four out of six isn't bad and
0: largely like I know I kind of shot myself in the foot here by picking some really obvious ones like you mm-hmm. said but I really just wanted a chance for us to look at perform a pal monkey board together <laughs> uh and ghost beef oh
3: no Jimmy specifically no up... specifically Jimmy I want you to see
0: ghost no, beef no. In
1: the flesh. I already looked up ghost beef
0: so Performapal uh, Monkey Board no. is no, no, bad no, to look no. at.
1: <laughs> I was going to say, it's kind of frightening.
3: It's terrifying.
0: Performapal Monkey Board is from arc monkey 5. Monkey
3: Board. Performapal Monkey Board. What does it even mean?
0: So Performapals are a oh, line no, it's a of whole thing. circus animals.
3: Okay. They're
0: circus animals yeah. that all have uh, roles. Um
3: Pal is a really depressing name for abused animals in a circus. Uh-huh. I'm just gonna... Yeah. This one does not have teeth. Ooh, it has a Performa keyboard Pals. as a mouse.
2: <laughs>
3: um, I'm, I'm gonna look up
0: some of the other Performa Pal's here on the Yu-Gi-Oh! Wikia. Um, uh, Performapal, known as Entermate.
3: Uh, what?
0: Entermate.
3: Performapal Entirely known as Entermate. Entirely different uh, connotation.
0: Yep. Yeah. Uh, so the main character from... Arc V. Uh, Yuya Sakaki mm-hmm. uh, is known for using Performa Pal because they're a circus performer. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's see. Uh, does it list all the cards? Here we are. Uh, Performa Pal, Bit Bite Turtle, Bawd-Eyes Lizard, Bow Whopper, Bubble Bow Wow, Camel Lump, oh. Cheer mole.
3: Camel lump? Camel lump. Okay. Uh,
0: Corn. Corn. (laughs) Yeah. Corn. Uh, Chain giraffe.
3: Drummerilla. Fire flux, which is different.
0: Right. Dag (laughs) daggerman.
1: I'm Dag daggerman. Owner of the (laughs) Demsdale (laughs) Dimodome.
0: Drop gallop. Hmm. (laughs) Elephammer. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> Here's one that I, don't, that I don't quite get. Fire Muffer Lion. Perform a pal, mm-hmm. Fire Muffer Lion.
3: Mm These are nonsense. Oh, it has a top hat, though. That's Yeah, it cute. does. Yeah, this
0: is all
1: just like rolled doll kind of jibber jabber. Inflator nonsense to,
3: words. Peer. to peer.
0: Inflator to peer.
3: Inflator to peer.
0: Inflator taper. Yep click on that uh, let me see
3: oh, oh! <laughs>
0: it's a it's a heffalump oh
1: oh I it's love a, it
0: it's a tiny heffalump is what that the is the whole
3: name of this card is P- perform a pal inflator to peer I can't I can't do it um man, they really ran out of ideas guitar
0: this deck it's they? a guitar that's a turtle oh that's
1: anyway, pretty clever tartle. you want that's to talk about monkey board yeah what's no. more specifically his face
0: yeah explain the face to me, Jimmy. I'm trying to forget that it exists
1: he's a uh he's a cartoon monkey riding on some kind of like unicycle yeah he's he's wearing like circus clothes you know like da 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 yeah. da da, da. Uh, uh-huh. all his teeth are piano keys, yep. like bugs bunny yep. when a uh friggin piano falls on his head
0: <laughs> yep. That he seems to be actively playing with one hand.
3: His oh, face yeah. looks like a butt um, above the keys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it
0: does. Yeah, it looks like a yeah, butt like, that ends in a keyboard. Yeah, oh, a, this like is monkey
1: bad. cleft upper lip. Yeah. yeah. That's profil- perform a pal monkey board.
3: See, you can't even say it. Nobody can even say it. Seems to enjoy his job, though. Also, the head is far out of proportion with the body.
1: Yeah, he it's huge. equally sized to the rest of his body. Yeah. Combined.
0: Now, okay, so I do He's want to break head. away from perform pal monkey board. Now that we've witnessed this <laughs> monstrosity, I'm going to go to the other end of the spectrum, Jimmy. I need you to look up and ghost just
3: look beef. at corn.
0: Corn. Just look up corn.
3: Perform a pal corn.
0: Uh, here, I'll, I'll look that up. While well, Jimmy look I'm like
1: looking beef. at Ghost Beef right now.
0: I want you to find the card text on Ghost Beef real quick. Oh, Performapal Corn does not look like what oh, I expected. Oh,
3: it's like a like unicorn, a unicorn. Thing. Oh. person. Oh, okay. It's like a unicorn furry. It's
0: like that. It's like that season of um, of My Little Pony where they were actually. Humanoid, mm-hmm. anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, Jimmy, I'm gonna look up ghost beef here, but I need you to read the card text for Lauren before I pull up the image.
1: Ghost beef, the ghost of Christmas dinner. Oh, ghost god. beef.
3: Oh god,
1: the ghost of Christmas horrifying. dinner. <gasps>
3: Oh my this, God, what's wrong with cart it? This art
1: is something that would be like airbrushed on the side of like a fairground food cart.
3: Yeah. This
0: That's is exactly
3: what this is. The
0: most, uh, we've seen a lot of card art in our time, Jimmy. We've been making the show for two years now.
3: My God, it's this evil. This is the
0: most upsetting card art that I have ever seen.
3: Is it eating a slice of itself? It's
0: eating yes. a slice of itself. It has a ghostly body, right? So it sort of does that genie thing where it, it sort of gets smaller towards the towards the tail. What is Pepper doing?
3: He's trying to knock your books over.
0: Hey. He he got mad at me earlier. I don't know why. He, we'd like just been out. We were playing, whatever. I had to go back to work. He got mad at me. I have this stack of hard drives that I've been trying to see like which ones of them work. He comes over and he looks at me and then he just poof, knocks the whole stack over. Yeah. And then I'm like, why did you do that? And he looks away.
3: <laughs> oh, why would you do Pay that? Pay attention you to little, me. You're a jerk. Boopers got a boop.
0: I guess. So anyway, so this cow, right, is a ghost. But then its middle section is cut into slices that are yes. like fanned
3: out. Like, like, when you carve roast a roast, yeah. yeah,
0: And it ha- is holding a knife and a fork, and in the
1: fork seems to be a slice of one that of, same meat. One of his own slices of his stomach. And oh my God. he is looking at it, and I just noticed his tongue is out, and there's like mm-hmm. a drip of drool on his tongue as he is about oh, to that- consume mm-hmm. his own flesh. That is his tongue. Yeah.
3: And the eyes are, like, one of them, the eyelid is, like, much further down than the other. Do you see that? Yeah. It's yes. Like
1: kind of a rakish sort of aim. Eh?
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm,
1: look at this I'm piece a, of a a ghost f- beef. Fuck, but I'm also. A, fuck a piece of me.
3: If it's ghost beef, you can't actually eat it, right?
1: He
0: can, I not mean, because if, he is a ghost. Right. That's mm. the thing. What Which ghost rules apply here? Can ghosts eat ghost meat?
1: I just scrolled down slightly and found question. the German... Uh, version of this card which is geister flesh oh god
3: that just means ghost flesh yeah so I guess I guess they do say they call meat
1: flesh but you know do. Tyler I have seen this art before not on this card and not in this context but there is a vintage ad uh, of pretty much the exact same thing that's Frequently on, like, lists of, like, the worst ads from, like, last century, from, like, the 50s and stuff that I just sent to you. Sorry,
0: Lauren Lauren also pointed out a card
1: called, uh, ha, hello ha, hello hallo,
0: hallo?
3: Hello. Yep. Yeah. Hallo, hallo. Hallo, hallo.
0: And it's a oh. little pumpkin, It's a little pumpkin ghosty oh, cute.
3: thing. He is cute. With
0: a little witch hat. I love it's it. It's got hex eyes. Yeah. That's cute. I like that. Um. So okay, what, what did you send us Jimmy? Me? Me? Oh god.
3: Oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh Jesus.
3: What is happening? It's a
0: pig standing on a pedestal of pork, actively cutting away its own midsection into pieces.
3: Dear god. Yep. I Guys, I I really want this as a tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> the
0: the pig or the ro- the ghost the beef? The pig. The pig. I could, yeah, okay. That tracks. Really just going to town on itself.
1: Yep. The look on its face is kind of the same thing that Ghost Beef is doing, where it's like enjoying that slices of itself are being served up as food.
0: It knows it's delicious.
3: There's way more of the slices that have fallen to the side than would fit in the cavity created by the slicing.
0: Well, that's the thing. So every time it cuts out a section, it falls down a little. Oh,
3: God. <laughs> so it's
1: constantly closing in that space. Mm. <laughs> Put them all together and he like accordions out. There it is. They
3: had to remove a, a section of him. The, the They had to remove a third of his body. The the middle third. He's fine now. Much shorter. <laughs>
0: Um, Yeah, so that's
3: that was an interesting diversion. Ghost beef.
1: That's ghost beef. What was the uh, the third one?
0: Uh, the third one. That was, it was the third, third, one? third one. Was ghost that, that, beef? Just uh, that box of oh the box the third Yu-Gi-Oh card. Of box, yeah. box of friends. Uh, yeah. Let's look that up real quick. Box of friends.
2: Yu-Gi-Oh. Aww.
1: Oh, that's precious. Um, oh, Complete yeah, opposite little... of the last card we looked at. It really is yeah.
0: just a little box of friends. Well, just a bunch of toys.
1: What's it's it a too, present with it? a bunch. It's like a Christmas present. There's like a doll and a robot and a teddy bear. And like if this card a is there. Yeah.
0: If this card is destroyed and sent to the graveyard, you can special summon from your deck two normal monsters with different names whose attack or defense is Zero. Uh, in face-up uh, defense position. You can only use this effect of Box of Friends once per turn. Monsters special summoned by this effect cannot be used as a synchro-material monster. Also, they are destroyed during your next end phase. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. Not bad. All right. you So you get little, uh, you know, sort of one turn kind of useful yeah. little toy friends.
1: It's I not an attack card. I just scrolled down in yeah. the, the image results and found another card you might like to see. Zombowow.
0: Uh yeah, that's literally what Lauren just pointed out. You know. <laughs> she started of flailing oh, wildly ex- at the at the computer. Oh
3: my god, I love this. Zombow
0: it's a wow.
1: Cute little Frankenstein uh, zombie dog.
3: Aww. Puppy. It's very cute.
0: It is very cute. I like that a lot.
1: The difference in Yu-Gi-Oh! art between cute cards and then like wildly horrific cards is just like
3: And like Terrible deviantart anime. <laughs> terrible
1: deviantart anime characters.
0: There Don't are some wild swings. Steal.
1: Yeah, one might even call them pendulum swings. Hey. hey. Oh, ooh.
0: All right, that is Yugi or not? T- do you remember two hours ago when we said this was going to be a quick one? Oh yeah. Uh, Good times. <laughs> w- Lauren, do you want to join us as we try and knock out a monster bracket? Sure. Or two. Perfect. It's time for the mu- 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 monster bracket. Every episode that we do, we pit two monsters from season two against each other to see who is the ultimate battle champion from Battle City. This week, because we did two episodes, we have two lineups. Jimmy and Lauren, are you ready? Oh, for I'm ready matchup? for
1: these
3: lines. yeah.
0: In our first lineup, in one corner, Beta the Magnet Warrior. In the other corner, Gearfried the Iron Knights robot on robot action here for the Iron Knight is a level 4 warrior effect monster with 1800 attack and 1600 defense beta the magnet warrior is a Aww. level 4 rock monster with 1700 attack 1600 defense and one massive swinging dong.
1: <laughs> which is not present in this art
0: uh kinda kind of it, if you look for it if you know <laughs> is where to look for is? it
1: i think that might it's be like to the side. where his leg is coming out
0: Oh, well, something's coming out of there. <laughs> Gear for the Iron Knight. Meanwhile, uh, we've talked so, about it before. emo. Gear for the Iron Knight is uh, War Machine's Goth phase.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He, it's evil. It's emo Megatron.
0: Yeah. Nobody
3: understands me. That's how I like it.
0: Uh, let's see. The card text on Gear for the Iron Knight is: If either player equips an equip card to this card, destroy that equip card. Oh, so it does make sense that it would defeat Parasite. Do you remember this? Do you remember this bullshit? When Joey was facing off uh, against Weevil, and Weevil played Parasite Parasite by sneaking into Joey's deck because Joey never mm-hmm. checks his deck because he's a fucking chump. <laughs> Joey plays Gear Freed the Iron Knight, and Parasite Parasite was supposed to turn Gear Freed into a plant monster, but it doesn't. And Joey's excuse is, Aha, he's the Iron Knight. Everybody knows that plants can't grow on iron, but no, it turns out that's the explicit card effect. Yeah, there we go. Mystery that solved That plants can't well, grow on it. Is that is that nothing can be equipped to it?
1: Yeah, oh. that's it's not it's the same thing. As an card. that makes it's actual different. in-game sense than in Joey's right. stupid explanation how parasites can't take over metal. This right, is the Iron Knight. What,
0: what you are think, you think, upset Pepper? about? What do you think, Bud?
1: Now he's not. He winds
0: until we point the microphone at him.
1: Yep. There
3: well, we there go. He
0: goes. Hey, Bud.
3: You need to post a picture of Pepper to the podcast Instagram and Twitter and stuff. Just when being this sad comes out. Well, just so people have context.
0: Do you, well. You should give us. You should give what us a a, a, a like. good picture of him to post. I don't want a picture of him yeah. just being sad because we're podcasting. so upset so upset all right so beta the magnet warrior uh it's card text wow i'm so sorry i'm knocking things all over the desk uh beta the magnet warrior it's card text says alpha beta and gamma meld together as one to form a powerful monster yep which uh we've seen happen
1: yep he joins up with his friends and voltrons into a bigger guy
0: and becomes valkyria chronicles (laughs) four
1: gear Freed doesn't really do anything though
0: not not
1: nothing besides special. yeah he doesn't have parasites screw on him
0: yeah uh how are we feeling just i feel like on looks
1: just on looks bait of the magnet warrior is much more iconic looking than gear Freed. It's
3: cuter
1: he is much yeah. cuter he's the pikachu of robots yeah he is he we've is. talked about yeah. him before
3: Yeah, and they have the same giant swinging dong. (laughs) 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 Yeah, yeah. No, I met him in Pikachu.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah, massive (laughs) dong on Pikachu. I I can't unsee
1: it now on Beta the Magnet War. I'm looking through more art of him, and I guess we've just never seen him from that angle before (laughs) because he very clearly has some kind of like...
3: Yeah, it's bad.
1: Robot appendage.
3: It's bad. What is it even like? What is it even meant to be? As a it's robot? just
1: like I don't a know. little bit of curve part coming out because like you know how like he's a, got those like mm-hmm, shoulder cauldron mm-hmm, mm-hmm, things.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: He's got a similar part of him.
3: God, it's out. so <laughs> just explicit.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's clearly not like dick shaped. It's like uh, no. half a circle coming out, just like extruding from. The bottom No, of I his just torso. mean it ex-
3: explicit, like like it's obviously there, like it's yeah. front and center.
0: All right, I need to call it here, folks. Yeah. uh, uh Dickbot the Magnet Warrior is moving <laughs> on. Clearly, we can't
3: stop talking about we. Him. Yeah. We
0: need to talk about something besides this just
1: schlong sorry. beast. <laughs> oh, sorry, Gearfried.
0: Gearfried, you did good, bud. But like, Gearfried is
1: clearly wearing some kind of cup, though.
0: Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely.
1: He's got a big glowy red circle there.
0: All (laughs) right. We come to the second round of the night. Uh, Our favorite cards that start with D. (laughs) In one corner, Dark Magician. In the other corner, DD Warrior. Hmm. Dark Magician, of course, is a...
3: Classic.
0: It's classic. I think it's a level six. I don't know. Let me look it up. Uh, but it's a it's a normal spellcaster monster. 2,500 attack, 2,100 defense.
1: He is uh, the Yu-Gi-Oh
0: card. The Yu-Gi-Oh card. Level 7 card, pardon Do you me.
3: think he's a more iconic Yu-Gi-Oh card than Blue Eyes White Dragon?
0: That's that's kind of the question we're trying to ask here. I don't yeah. know. I don't know that I want to commit to any an answer yet.
3: Gotcha. That's fair. Because
0: there's still a chance that they'll face each other. I see. At some point. I see. Very well very well known, though. Very, very iconic, yes. obviously. You uh, hear
3: it several times in an episode. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, DD Warrior is a level four warrior effect monster, 1200 attack, 1000 defense. Uh, we talked DD, about DD Warrior of course, before. She's the yeah.
1: one with the sword and the armor that has like eyeballs, eyeballs. and stuff growing out of it. Yep. Her, mm-hmm. her armor is just sort of like a mishmash of different things.
3: Kind of cool, though.
0: Well, DD of course stands for different dimension. Yep. Because that is where she's from from, is a different dimension.
1: She is from some weird dimension where there's both Mandalorian armor and eyeball (laughs) creatures that you can chop off their eyeballs and it becomes cool pauldrons.
0: Yeah, apparently. Why not?
1: You know. Yeah. When in in Rome,
0: or a different (laughs) dimension.
1: When in Rome, cut out their eyes and use them. For protection against <laughs> the evil forces,
0: that's what I would do.
3: You know, they may have. Who they knows? may have. Who knows? There's no way of knowing.
0: Uh, and a big the old card scarf. text, right? Very cool scarf. I like the scarf a lot. It's very long.
3: Oh, that is a scarf. Yeah,
0: and then it kind of also wraps around their torso a little bit. I don't really know what's going on there. Is it all one like piece? Bandages,
3: torso. It's like something. a bandage that
0: becomes a giant scarf. Yeah. Uh, DD warrior. Uh the card text says after damage calculation when this card applies or when this card battles a monster, banish that monster and also banish this card. So it's just a big ol' fuck you to whoever you attack. <laughs> hey, it doesn't matter how this goes. We're all we all go.
1: That's actually a pretty cool effect, I have to say.
0: It's kind of what Merrick's plan was this last episode. Doesn't matter who wins so long as everybody loses. Yep. Just uh, both one, go,
1: whoop. Off to another dimension. Exactly.
0: Uh, Meanwhile, Dark Magician, uh, the card text there, says the ultimate wizard in terms of attack and defense. Which actually, I don't know if that's true. (laughs) Now that I'm thinking about it. Yu-Gi-Oh! It's entirely possible they've come out with more wizards
1: since Dark Magician. And now he's a penultimate wizard.
0: Uh, Let me see. This is uh, qtop10s.com. I'm going to accept the cookies. Um, In terms of attack and defense, uh, let me load the page here. Let's see. Attack and defense. What do we got? 2,500 and 2,100. Scrolling through... Top ten alchemic magician. No, number eleven. Big eye.
1: <laughs> number eleven. Big eye. Just a floating eyeball. Uh, not, is he though. just an eyeball?
0: It's okay. So it it's it doesn't have better. Cone. It doesn't have better defense, but it does have better attack. Uh, number 11, Big Eye, is a Spellcaster XYZ effect monster that's technically two level seven monsters combined. Wouldn't that make it number 14? Uh, but it has 2,600 attacks, so take that, Dark Magician. Well, anyway, in terms
1: of attack and not about defense...
0: Big, not about number 11.
1: You're not allowed to make any new cards that surpass him, I guess.
0: I guess. Uh, all right, so we have Dark Magician... Uh, which actually has a couple of different color palettes. I'm gonna see if I can load up the alternate here for Lauren.
1: Yeah, he so has some he can... good Smash Brothers alt uniforms
3: <laughs>
1: for all the different uh, color options.
3: Not letting
0: me load it on the one page, but you can kind of see it there. He's like bluish.
3: Oh, that's cool. Is it in front of the Rosetta Stone?
0: Yeah, I think so. On that <laughs> second one, like I that, think that's the it? Rosetta Stone.
1: Oh, it's not. It's not. Oh yeah, I'm clicking through, larger. and that is definitely some kind of. Ancient cuneiform tablet.
3: Yeah, that's what it's meant for anyway, isn't it? Yeah. Huh. Mm.
0: Anyway, so how are we feeling? We'll start with like looks, DD Warrior, Dark Magician.
1: DD Warrior has a lot going on for it, but I feel like Dark Magician is so iconic that it'll be very hard to surpass.
0: I found an alt.
3: Yeah, this this alt for dark magician is great.
0: It's just black and white. Yeah. And he's got b- four big old abs.
3: Yeah, they're kind of like. Oh, I think big.
1: I see the one you're talking about.
0: And bubble
3: it's, wrap. He's like abs. standing
0: up straight and facing the camera. Yeah, mm-hmm. bubble wrap abs. But is there's a really good just way to say four it. of them. Yeah, just giant little little things. You just want to pop them. You do. Uh, and then just a big
1: old penis knife. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> Big old metal knife over his penis.
1: A lot of, a lot of dicks in this episode. Yeah.
3: yeah. Huh. Well, that's what you get when I come on the show. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh. Yeah. You
0: know what? I, I'm going to be honest. I was really leaning DD Warrior just because I still really love the eyeball, like knee pads and stuff. The eyeballs are cool.
3: It's a really concept. cool look. The Until background I is awful, though. The
1: background's bad. Yeah, Just that's the, like the every blue. other Yu-Gi-Oh card, though.
3: You know what, though? You know what that background reminds me of? Mm. Is um, when I had to do swim team in elementary school, which mm, I hated. Yeah. Uh, because I'm not good at swimming. I'm very bad at it, and I'm very slow, and also I don't care or enjoy it. But, um, <laughs> 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 ours,
0: to clarify, you,
3: <laughs>
0: you weren't good not because you were not well. No, able.
3: I am also not good at swimming.
0: By every conceivable metric, <laughs> that is metric. An additional. Primarily, you did not want life. to be.
3: <laughs> I did not want to be, and also I was bad at it. And you also had to get up at six a.m. See and that, there it is. I it, it's during summer vacation, which you'd think uh. would make it warmer, but it was Oregon, so it was still <laughs> fucking freezing at Oregon's, six a.m. Oregon's
0: false summers.
3: Yeah. So and was a lot of times it was cool? raining. Oh yeah. And, um, yeah, anyway, it was just all bad all around. That sounds horribly and, uh, unpleasant. thanks for being on my therapy session. Um, <laughs> but, no, DD anyway. And how did you feel about that? <laughs> so, the way it connects to DD Warrior is that our swimsuits were, like, this awful water pattern. Like, you know how, like, I don't know, it was, like, a pixelated, this was in the 90s, by the way. Oh, yeah. It was, like, pixelated water, like, but Water camo, blue. so you can't see. Yeah. <laughs> you guys sneaking
1: up on the other swim team.
3: Yes. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, but it looked just like this background. Better than the fucking Space Force uniforms.
0: Oh, yeah. That
2: just came out.
3: Oh, God. just like Uniform. surplus no. army
1: camo. So, you know, it's like, what are you going to do? Hide behind a shrub in space?
3: Right. Oh, so, that's smart.
0: So, you know, the branch of the military that the impeached yeah. president started. Uh has a has a uniform now and it's green camo for the space force. Because they're going to be on Endor, apparently.
3: You know, the moon is green. A lot of people don't know that. Oh,
0: good. Are you trying to find the, yeah, the swimsuit? It's, that you it had? was
3: like this pattern on a swimsuit. Oh, it's
0: kind you of that You know what one. it
1: looks like? It looks like I something that would be so on vividly. bus seats. Yeah.
0: Yes. Oh, it's a bus seat pattern for sure. It kind of reminds me of the underground a little bit, the London underground, just like you sit in the tube and you're like, oh man, everything here was designed in the seventies, huh? And you look at the seats and there's these like weird geometric patterns that have just faded over the years with use. Yeah. Lauren's just finding a bunch of water patterns at this point. (laughs) Stock photos. everyone can picture it. You know what it is. You know
3: what it is. Oh, it's a very visceral memory for me. Uh,
0: and i was leaning towards dd warriors look until i found this alt image of uh dark magician
3: yeah that's black really and white. Dark good dark magician is really cool
1: it's like an album cover <laughs> there's a lot dark Magician's of magician solo album different yeah, art solo? for dark magician and there's another one where he's also black and white but he's in front of a like a glowing seal like a magic seal not like that's an animal
0: that's cool. Am I looking at the right one? Oh, here it is. That's pretty oh, cool. That one's pretty good. I like good. that. Yeah, that also has, has a, a very... blue kind of yeah, watery it's got kind background. Yeah, I the water.
3: P- I think it's supposed to be uh, lightning? lightning. Yeah, that's pretty good. Which,
0: as we've determined in the last episode, is not lightning, but uh, the embodiment of friendship.
3: <laughs> oh,
0: that's that's, well, friendship, that's friendship magic. Fr- friendship made material. Well,
3: that sucks. Yeah. Um. Do we know, have we learned anything about that, um, we, I haven't watched a single episode, about that language in the background, what that might be, those symbols? Oh, that's... um, Because it's the same as the stuff, like, it's the same fake ancient language they are using in a lot of places.
0: That's ancient magic script.
3: AMS, yes. Mm -hmm. Random glyphs. Okay.
0: I don't know. I, I wonder, I, and I I don't know if anyone listens this far into the episodes anymore, but if, <laughs> but if anybody listening happens to know, like, is this a real, real, real in scare quotes yeah. thing? Like, let us know. I'm curious if like, it's something like- Like, design um, the
3: entire thing like Dothraki or something?
0: Right. right. Is yeah. This is this people? like or-
1: Matoran from Bionicle where like, right. it's all like an actual language you can like, yeah. figure out and there's like a or- key somewhere?
0: Or like one of my favorite parts from going to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge at Disneyland was you could buy a sprite. I and it was love in the this shape, picture you sent me. It was in the shape of a thermal detonator and it had the sprite logo, but in the Star Wars language. Arbesh. Arbesh, thank you.
1: I don't know. I think it's just random glyphs that the artist decided on.
0: Yeah, it, yeah, probably. I think it's just shapes.
1: I do think Dark Magician has a much more iconic look than dd warrior as cool as dd warrior is it's not as cool as his like it's almost like raven mouths coming out of his like pauldrons yeah. and his collar yeah. his, his like, hat, hat is kind of stupid thing is really,
3: oh i was gonna say it's cool
1: oh i think it looks like he's got a, cornucop- <laughs> a cornucopia stuck on his head
3: <laughs> it kind of does
1: actually the part that bothers me the most
0: <laughs> since we're talking about things that bother me about bother us about a uh, dark magician the thing that bothers me the most is the staff the head of the staff, mm-hmm. for whatever reason, the thing that comes to mind is the words jade egg.
1: <sighs> well, it's meant to like evoke his own head. Like his his uh, yeah. hood is like shape is there.
0: Really wish you hadn't a said hood. Um, <laughs> yeah. It, uh, <laughs> it's there. There it is. It's shapes. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what? Let's call it there. Dark Magician, I think, is going to take it.
3: Yeah, it has to.
0: Congratulations, Dark Magician! You are moving on.
1: I mean, unless top, uh... DD, if this is an actual matchup, both of them would lose as DD Warrior teleports them to an alternate dimension. <laughs> that's that's
0: <laughs> entirely accurate. Yeah,
1: there is no longer a bracket in this uh, <laughs> in this section. <laughs> it's just, it's just everyone it's just
0: slowly blank. losing to DD Warrior. All right, Dark Magician takes it. Moving on to our uh, Sweet 16 as uh, we move forward on in the brackets. Oh, God. Next week's matchup.
3: Oh, we did do both of them. Yeah, yeah, Oh, my God.
0: Next week's matchup is going to be a hoot and a half, Jimmy.
1: Oh, boy. Are you ready for this?
0: I'm going to say it now. I want to tease it now so that we can prepare mentally and spiritually. Next week's matchup, everybody, is Jinzo versus Karibo.
1: Oh, Ooh.
0: I can't think of more mm. opposite cards.
1: <laughs> the two genders. The two. <laughs> are you a Jinzo or are you a Karibo?
0: Are you a Hellraiser or a Tribble? <laughs> um, next week's episode is going to be season two, episode 30, Shadow of a Duel. Yes, finally a one-part episode.
1: Oh, wow.
0: Um. If you would like to get a hold of us with any of your questions, comments, gripes, complaints, etc., you can email us at youactivatedmypodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at yampod. You can visit our website as well as the Monster Bracket at heartofthe.cards. While you're at it, please go listen to our other podcast Lauren Yay. and I just started. I mentioned it at the top of the show. Oh. Eggcentric.
3: eggcentric!
0: It's a show all about egg. Uh you can find that on sandwich.computer slash egg. And
3: we don't swear in that one, surprisingly. No,
0: that one is a kid friendly show. We want to make sure that it's as family friendly as possible, so we, we keep it uh keep it clean. Um yeah. Oh oh and it's gonna be on uh, Apple Podcast soon. I finally it finally worked for me. So oh. coming to a podcatcher near you.
1: Yeah. Does anyone actually Jimmy's- use that word? I'm going to download a new podcatcher so I can catch some (laughs) podcasts.
3: (laughs) Just Tyler.
0: All right, fine. Just me.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) Yes. I'm the person who says podcatcher still. I'm going to go write about it on my
1: web blog. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be sure to stop by and sign your guest book. Thanks. Thanks.
3: And he'll text you with his subject line (laughs) messages.
0: I got so much flack for that at work.
3: Did you? <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: People, people messaged me like on the side being like, seriously though, you did that? <laughs> As well they uh, should. For anyone wondering some context, you can go and look at my Twitter. It's at CompiSando. Um, <laughs> I'm a terrible person is the long and short of that story. <laughs> and I text bad. Um, you did a bad text. I did a bad text. Jimmy, is there anything that you wanna you want to plug on this week's episode? Uh, no, we well you
1: mentioned your Twitter. Mine is at JRBSFX, if you want to follow me. Much better tweets. A- <laughs> the A- superior plus, tweets. That's the Jimmy promise. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um yeah. Uh go follow Pepper at Dr. Oh, Sgt. Yeah. Pepper.
3: All spelled out. S-E-R-G-E-A-N-T. If you want some to top
1: tier quality docs and content. He has his own Instagram. He's a very good boy.
3: He needs to post more frequently. He does need well, to
1: post more frequently. Come on, Pepper.
3: Yeah, well, it's hard when your legs are that short.
1: Yeah, it's tough. <laughs> he has to type out each letter individually, and it takes him, like, five minutes. <laughs> With his nose. He can, because nose. He, can,
3: <laughs>
1: he can't look at the screen and touch it at the same time, so it's hard to Yeah, exactly. To
3: it's hard to aim. He does sometimes boop my phone and it like scrolls it or like like something it's really cute and
1: that's
0: kind of fun
3: it's cute
1: he's a good boy
0: alright friends we are nearing on three hours <laughs> of recording no. for an episode that I thought would take us 45 minutes let's close this one out next week we'll be talking about season 2 episode 30 uh what did I say ghost of a duel shadow of a duel until next time
1: cross on the green not in between